Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the all-new Hair Radio Morning Show with Terry Hines. Stay tuned. Hi, everybody. This is Queen Tree, and I'm starting out the Hair Radio Show with Terry Hines. Hi, this is Vaughn of the Sway's Hair and Body, and I love the Hair Radio Show. Hello, everybody. I'm Valerie from Validate Your Beauty. I am giving a shout-out to the Hair Radio Morning Show, Carrie Hines. It's time to rise and shine with the Hair Radio Morning Show with Carrie Hines. Welcome to an all-new live edition of the Hair Radio Morning Show. We're the longest-running daily live broadcast on hair in the world, 25 years and counting. Now, on today's broadcast, we've got the latest in hair and beauty talk, great music, and much, much more. I must thank our Carapy Hair Products, Hair Nation Expo events, Salon TV Network, and all of our amazing advertisers who are responsible for getting this episode on the air. Now, if today is your first time tuning in, thank you. And remember to press 1 to make a live comment or shout-out during the show. We're here each weekday from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 5 to 8 Central. Now grab your cup of coffee and enjoy today's show.
personal care on any level? Are you good at what you do? I bet you are. And as being as good as you are, that leaves you less time to handle your clients. I mean as far as booking appointments, product sales, pricing, and all that. Well, I have something that will help you on that end and still allow you to be great. ChairWatch is a new mobile booking platform that allows your client direct access to you. It will allow them to book, change, cancel appointments, place themselves on standby, buy products, and even be able to send you direct messages. And that is just a taste of all the services that ChairWatch provides. Sounds good? Then check it out at ChairWatch.com, or you can download the app via the Apple Store or Google Play. ChairWatch, a new and better way to connect with your clients. You're listening to the Hair Radio Broadcast Network. I'm Carrie Hines. And today we have another great guest with us. Her name is Ahava Felicidad. She's from the state of New Jersey. Ahava, I'd like to welcome you to Hair Radio. Thank you, Carrie. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. Well, it's my pleasure to have you with us. And I want to jump right on in. Tell everyone about your salon and what you do. Well, um, it's called the Hava Felicidad Hair and Body, what I call a growing holistic care organization, and it is headquartered in Upper Montclair, New Jersey, at Studio Pure by Hava Felicidad. So it's a cozy studio space um, located in the, the town where I actually grew up in, so I'm a native of Montclair. And what uh, services are offered here range from consultations, which include regimens and product recommendations, hair practice and care, um, sharing hair stories and finding out more about growing back hair from hair loss or breakage and just taking better care of hair. We also provide styling, so I do uh, scalp hair and styling here at the studio as well. 
mix and make natural products. I uh, have some distributor products here uh, that are all natural and organic for, you know, anyone who's just maybe new on the journey or they've been on the journey for a while and they want to take everything they do to the next level. I also offer um, classes. So technique yeah. classes and also certificate classes for um, professionals and for clients. Mm. Now, what kind of classes uh, do you offer? The classes um, that are offered range from classes like two-strand and three-strand twisting, uh, cornrows classes. There's one particular class that um, is called the Soft Style Trio. It's a new class where clients can come in and learn how to do French rolls, um, make mini buns, like we call what we call skin really? buns, and uh-huh. pineapples in the hair, and that way they can care for oh, their wow. hair and do some styling in between sessions. There's also well, there are also classes yes. on cylinders and uh, microlinking, so braidless weaving techniques. Tell us a little bit more about that, if you will. Well, the like classes on um, yeah, the classes on on cylinders. That's really exciting because it is a technique that. Um, I find more so it's not talked about as often to cross over into working with kinky, kinky, curly, and wavy hair. It's a technique that mm-hmm. you see uh, most times just on um, done on straight hair or hair that is um, has been relaxed. So mm-hmm. this class that we offer goes over how to work in natural hair and who mm-hmm. you can provide cylinders for if their hair is um, not maybe not strong enough for braiding in a traditional weave with the weft. And the uh-huh. person wants to get their scalp. They also want to have a look that lasts uh, a little bit longer than maybe a traditional weave or a crochet would. And we talk about in the class and train on how to care for the hair, what types of cylinders or hair would be installed for the client, and go over how to care for the hair, as well as um, educate the clients on how to care for the hair. Now, you have got to tell us, Sahava, how did you get started in this business and, and, you know, what inspired you so much to be so passionate about this? I have, I've been doing hair since I was a child. So, um, I would say this goes back really far. We'll say middle school for the extension, but I actually started braiding my own hair around the age of five. Oh, my now, goodness. Yes, yeah, been doing hair for a long time. Then I started helping other people with their hair in um, in middle school, and I would say um, I do have a cousin who put extensions in my hair, and I felt what uh-huh. she did, and then I mm. just began doing this. Now, the passion came from a mentor um, that I have, and the mentor, uh, my mentor, Dr. Brown, told me, well, you know, you love to do hair. This is what you do. You do this really well. You know, you watch me uh, with a few clients and said, well, this is where you need to go. This is where you need to be. And I see that you're very happy when you do this because I am very happy when I'm working in hair. So around 2009, I started really doing um, more consultations. But I would say even all through undergrad, um, I did hair. And I assisted and gave recommendations on hair care even before I transitioned um, to natural so hair is just inherently, it's just an, an innate thing in me. Um, for anyone who's what I call a part of any type of collective, there'd be a collective group of artists. And I had a conversation with a client about this actually today when she said to me, well, when did you learn how to do three strands? Or how did you, when did you learn and how did you learn that? Did you see someone else do it? And I said, well, no, actually, one day 
I was working in here, and it just came mm-hmm. to me to try three strands going in one direction. And then after that, I looked it up and saw that there were a few people doing this online. I went through all the right. ways that this technique can help with natural hair. And then I just continue to learn from there and um, let things come to me. And then I'll find out, oh, there's a few other people who may do this, but they're doing this on their own hair, not in practice to take care of others. So I actually mm-hmm. will do this on my own hair and in practice to take care of others and help them to help to take care of themselves. Wow. So you have to say that this is uh, you, really serving as an inspiration for others. Yes, uh, and I have been told that, <laughs> but I've been, inspira- yeah. I've been an inspiration for many women going natural, <laughs> um, an inspiration for, um, for naturals to do more with their natural hair, because um, I, I have been told, well, this is amazing, you actually help us, you'll teach us, and you'll do our hair, like we never find anyone who does that, because, they, you know, everyone may not have that, that teacher in them and actually still have, you know, the teacher in me where I want to share, and I want the legacy to carry on and to grow. And without sharing it, that won't happen. I agree. Now, you did touch on this a little while ago, but I want to find a little bit more details about this because I honestly had never heard of the Cornrow certification. Um, Would you be kind enough to share with our listeners a little bit more detail about that? I think that would be great. Yes. Okay. So I've just recently created a cornrow certification, um, a cornrow certification class, or actually program. So I have three levels of teaching how to cornrow. Now, of course, someone would already have an affinity for and some skills with with um, with braiding or creating cornrows. So most people who are coming to a certificate class of this nature or program mm-hmm. already know how to braid, and then they're just looking to go to the next level. So I have a basic class, which would be called Natural Hair Newbie. In all of the, in all of the programs, there's a, there's a natural, like an intro, which we call a novice, an intermediate, or an advanced. So okay. with this cornrow cert program, there's actually uh, an intro where you're practicing cornrows and you're required to actually do cornrows going straight back in several different number of cornrows. Then in level two, we go over everything we went over in level one as far as care and styling and, um, you know, how to co-wash the hair, things about caring for natural hair and transitioners. The next level of cornrows requires more intricacy. So we would do shapes and zigzags and crisscrossing and mandalas and things of that nature. The level above that's an advanced level that would be more for like couture and runway where I love to work with copper and ribbon mm-hmm. and hemp cord and satin cord and so do others. And then oh, they would learn how to, how to install feathers, how to install ribbons, how to loop through on a crochet technique satin cord to create accents in the hair. We also do threading with yarn or um, with thread, even silk thread, silk hair tinsel, you know, like fun hands-on accessories mm. that will go in the hair for or the very artistic styles. So you get everything with the, um, the three-part cornrows class. So cornrows are something that are uh, traditionally taught extensively in a beauty program. That's something that's inherent, cultural, it's spiritual, it's educational, it's emotional, um, you just the more you practice, the better you're going to get. So the cert program allows the practice and the longevity, and also then me being right there to say, okay, this is you're doing really well. And then anyone else who's on our um, on our team, that's a cornrows uh, a cornrows um, expert, would be able to help and promote and support these designs 
and then you're tested on, you know, the skills and then also the hair care knowledge. Well, uh uh, we have got to tell everyone how to find you. Oh, definitely. It's so easy to find me. Um, The number into the studio, there's a studio mobile. It's uh, 973-619-2855. There's also a second line, which is um, a dedicated line for Team Natriotic. So that's uh, team members who are patriots for loyal to the natural hair movement and everything natural and chemical-free. And also... um, for other services that would provide, including body wrapping. That number is 201-921-9894. You can also find uh, myself and then in any post that I make or pages for Hair and Body at ahabafelicidad.wordpress.com. And that blog actually functions as a website. We have a Facebook page. The Facebook page has um, some great albums of some foundation clients. So clients who've been with me since the beginning of the journey, you'll find pictures of them in different albums, and it'll show befores and afters. You can also find me on YouTube at Ahava Felicidad, the holistic hair healer. There are some fun YouTube videos on there. It's yes, not I watch hair. One or two, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's like a, a, a nice, well-rounded view of of me, and then other interactions with me and clients. And, of course, more videos to come and and some things that may be uh, like tutorials, but more of hair healing experience and getting to know me as a a person. Well, I have to say, you know, from all that I'm learning, and uh, you've you've done quite a bit. You've got quite a few things going on out there. But I love your commitment to to those who are transitioning. And, you know, it's... Yes, please speak to that, because you're really able to, I think that, you know, um, especially for a lot of the women, that they'll be able to really relate, and they can relate, and I think that you really have walked so much and created such a path, and I just wanted you to speak to this uh, art of transitioning and and so forth. The transitioning. There are going to be women that are just not ready for the big shop. I call the, it's called the big shop. I call it the leap of faith. When I actually cut my hair, I called it going turkey, and this was in the um, the late nineties. Yeah, that, that's what we call it, the going going cold turkey. Like when you quit something, <laughs> you go cold turkey. And then natural movement began to blossom, and this big shop concept came in. So I feel like I was one of those naturals at the very beginning of this next um, this next influx of of transitioning and going natural. Transitioners need assistance with everything. So what happens is because the scalp is now detoxing from chemicals, a lot of women transitioning experience an extreme amount of itching and flaking. And that's coming from detoxing and the body detoxing from now stopping the chemical relaxer. Mm. You need help with that and you want to talk to someone and they'll, of course, come to talk to me about what's happening and I'll help them to get hydrated on structured water also um, sugar scrubbing the scalp. Transitioners need to know their options on transitioning. So I will have the consult and say, okay, well, this is your hair texture and density, if I can see it. If they have about three inches, that's when we can really see more of the texture. One inch Mm -hmm. to two inches may not be enough. Most transitioners, um, it's really going to depend on their lifestyle. So if if they like a particular hairstyle, we have to go over, well, what types of styles do you like? what types of styles do you need for work, and we have this conversation about texture, 
density length, and if they can rod set to transition, if they can blow out in ceramic press to transition, if they can two-strand flat twist or three-strand flat twist to transition. They may be able to braid or crochet, which is my favorite technique, and I would say I'm a, I'm a crochet queen. I love <laughs> doing crochet because crochet is another way for transitioners to make mm. a smooth transition when they want longer hair or they just want this particular look that, you know, they may not be able to get with their, their natural hair right away, but then cornrows are placed as a foundation and different hairs or fibers are looped under the cornrow and tied to create like a full head weave. This can also be done with partials. So we have the conversation about the journey. We go over the entire, you know, the if you grow half an inch of hair in a month, in two months you're going to have an inch. In six months, mm-hmm. you know, the average person grows, um, in six months the average person is going to have about three inches of hair in a year six. So mm-hmm. quantifying that and also mm-hmm. giving quality to that experience helps naturally to connect with um, expectations, like managing an expectation of well, how fast my hair is going to grow and then what styling options I want to try. And then they get to just start having fun with that. And then we'll gradually trim ends as the hair grows out, they can just trim. So some naturals, it may be five months. Others can transition 18 months or longer. It's so much based on their hair texture and density, not, not as much the length, but texture and density are going to play a part in how long they can take the transition. Well, they've got the perfect partner. If you've just joined yes. us, you're listening to the <laughs> radio show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now, we've got with us a, lo- a hop of Felicity Dodd. Now, I love this, and uh, your shop, again, is called, uh, no, it's Studio Pure by Ahava Felicidad. Yes, Studio Pure by Ahava Felicidad. (laughs) And the buy comes from, (laughs) the buy comes from the experience. So there are different hair healing experiences that also take place at the studio. So that's the buy because there are experiences that are being created here. Even some of the rod sets have names. Um, there are, are classic deep treatments, and there are Renaissance deep treatments. Renaissance um, comes from my favorite time period in history, the Harlem Renaissance. Of course, then there's also the Renaissance period for classical music, and that's where the classical or classics came in. It's from my love of classical music. So I said, well, you know, what are my standards? My standards are classics. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have classic essentials. We have classic carrier oils. We have classic deeps. A classic deep will be a sugar scrub with an oil and a natural conditioner. A renaissance deep will have three or more essential oils, and it's an aromatherapy experience because I also um, do aromatherapy and essential oil therapies, and that's Um, all a part of the studio tour experience. Mm -hmm. Now, you are... It sounds that way. Now, uh, I, I think we mentioned the name, but we didn't tell everybody again where it is. And I want to make sure they have your address and the phone number, however they need to, to come mm-hmm. out, because you, you make it sound so great. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's, it's great. Now, everything at the studio is an exclusive session. So everything that's here is by appointment or by what's called by reservation. So clients will call in to reserve. There's also um, the option to get a gift certificate and then you get a gift certificate and then you call in to reserve 
So the studio mm-hmm. is located at 260 Bellevue Avenue in Upper Montclair. It's on the second floor inside the movie theater building. So I'm in a building with um, a historic building, actually, with um, the Bellevue Movie Theater. Oh, so yeah. We're inside, right. Yeah, we're sure. inside there. So you won't see it just from the street. Um, you would have to call in, and then on the blog it tells you how to get in, where to park, and everything when you're coming in for services. When there are open house events, those go out to the client list, and then they're also posted on the blog, uh, places like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It could also be announced in a YouTube video if there's going to be an open house. So I would like to one day um, soon to be able to offer like open, you know, some open store hours to just come in. Mm-hmm. And um, it's also a space for for natural and natural artists. So there are walls, plenty of walls here for um, anyone who's in the natural community and also does art in order to expand us out culturally. Events like that can be hosted at the studio. Wow. Sounds so uh, creative, of course, obviously. Yes. (laughs) I tell you, you are just doing some dynamic things. Uh, Now, what's next for you? Uh, You've accomplished so much. What's next? What's next for me? Okay, that's a great one. What's next for me would be to create another certificate program. <laughs> mm. um, maybe do Tell some television. Why. That would be fun. Well, I love the, cert- the certificate programs because I get to teach others um, how to improve their skills, advance their skills, and help more people. So mm. that part is very important to me, is continuing on the creating the programs and then, of course, filling those programs so that more um, natural stylists have the, the concept, and it's the Ahaba Felicidad concept. So they're also being um, taught what I do. Mm-hmm. So if someone wants to learn more about essential oils, they can learn that. They can come in at different levels and decide, you know, well, how far you want to go with what you're going to offer. And then it could also be someone who wants to join the team. And what's next will be another series in May, um, if not May, maybe June, of eHow videos. I also am an eHow presenter, so I'm a hair expert there. And um, I've just run a series of 10 titles on styling wavy curly hair. The next series will be on um, kinky hair, some with lots of How do they see those videos? Those videos will be released in about two weeks. Oh, okay. And they'll be released on. Mm-hmm, they'll be released on eHouse soon. Okay, sounds great to me. Well, listen, mm-hmm. I have to tell you, you're just doing so many wonderful things, and we want to take a moment to really say thank you. You are a trailblazer. Thank <laughs> okay. you. You really mm-hmm. are, and you're doing some good things. So. Listen, uh, from the Hair Radio Show, uh, did you have anybody that you want to shout out to or mention? I want to thank God. <laughs> I, always, I want to thank God first, my family, and, um, of course, the makers of Dr. Brown's Healing Water, which has helped me um, further myself and continue to help me further myself on the journey and helping others with their hair and scalp care, their energy, you know, keeping me in good health as a, you know, well-rounded uh, businesswoman, mother, entrepreneur, speaker, motivator. Um, yeah, I would like to thank them. And thank you, of course, for the opportunity uh, to interview. Well, listen, it's yes. really been my pleasure. And you keep doing what you're doing. Okay? Thank you. I we're sure gonna, will. We're not going to have it any other way. <laughs> we can't have uh, it any other way, and it's Terrific okay. Tuesday. Thank <laughs> you. Well, Ahava, thank you so much for being with us on the Hair Radio Show. Thank you.
it in the bud. We never relaxing. Outcasts are everlasting. Not clashing, not at all. But see, my went to do a little acting. Now that's for anyone asking. Give me one pass em. Drip, drip, drop. There it goes an orgasm. Now you coming out the side of your face. We tapping right into your memory bank. Same. So click at the ticket. Let's see your seatbelt fashion. Trunk rattling like two midgets in the back. Seat rattling. Speaker box vibrate the tag. Make it sound like aluminum cans in a bag. But I know y'all wanted that 808. Can you feel that B-A-S-S-A? But I know y'all wanted that 808. Can you feel that B-A-S-S-A? Thumbs up. The Hair Radio Morning Show goes to the movies. It's our brand new movie talk radio segment. Listen live. Tune in right here on our broadcast for our unique review of the latest movie. Join us live on the air to chat. It's movie talk on the Hair Radio Morning Show. 
The Let Your Spirit Source segment on the Hill Radio Morning Show is about getting your day and ours started with positive thoughts, well wishes, great quotes, and amazing affirmations. So if you have one you'd like to share, please send it through our Salon TV Network app and we'll get it featured on the air. I'm Carrie Hines. You're invited to be part of our new limited radio broadcast series, Talking About Cosby. It's our chance to collectively delve into the life and career and legacy of Bill Cosby, right here on the Hair Radio Morning Show. Now, we've got great on-air commentators who will be lending their voices to this complex man's story, and we want to hear from you. Our mid-show hour from 7 to 8 a.m. Eastern, 6 to 7 Central, it's your chance to call in and speak live on the air. Go to our Facebook page, The Hair Radio Morning Show, for complete details. Now you can listen to our 24-7 Hair Radio Broadcast Network and shop all in the same place. Go to HairRadio.com. We've got around-the-clock hair and beauty radio talk. And while you're there, buy your favorite books, hair products, tickets to live hair and beauty events, and much more. And if you'd like to feature your products in our HairRadio.com website store or be a guest on the Hair Radio Broadcast Network, contact us at HairRadio.com and reach the world. You're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now my very special guest today... It's Linda C. You guys know her. She helps to co-host this amazing new segment on our broadcast called Hairpreneur, which is all about, well, from the ground up, on starting your business. Again, it's my honor to welcome back the amazing Linda C. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, Hairpreneurs. Good morning, Carrie. How are you? Doing just great. Now, I am excited because this is our third outing uh, yes. in terms of our episodes. Yes, yeah, so it's like a show within the show right here on the yes. Hair Radio Morning Show. So first, let's mm-hmm. start at the beginning, Linda C. Remind everybody what uh, Hairpreneur is all about and where are you? Well, uh, right, right now I'm out of West Orange, New Jersey. And um, well, Hairpreneur is all about helping others, um, you know, get their business from the ground up, like Carrie mentioned, um, about helping men and women out here who wants to come and, you know, do their hair business, whether it's a brick-and-mortar store, whether it's online business. And so we're here uh, to give advice and to kind of share stories um, how to help our hairpreneur listeners and even if you're not in the hair industry, you can apply all these tips that carry and and at times I may give you <laughs> to share with exactly. my stories yes. that can help you build your business. So um, exactly. that's why I'm here, and I've actually um, on the brinks of starting my um, luxury uh, hair extension with uh, um, right now. And it's building, and Carrie's been um, helping me and giving pointers. So that's how we started. Um, and, you know, he's the brainchild of Hairpreneur. And we're talking <laughs> and said, you know what? Let, you know, we should start a segment where we can give advice because he's the one and only. 
hair radio show uh, that uh, is like this. Uh, and there are radio shows you. out there, but not like this one. So not quite I'm like very, No, not at all. So I'm Thank very you. grateful to be here and to be inv- invited to be part of this uh, this wonderful uh, journey and hope to absolutely. hopefully to be a regular with you guys to kind of chat and uh, you guys can call in at times to talk about, you know, your adventures and starting the business and even the the businesses that are striving. What what you know? What are you doing? What what can you assist with with the ones that are uh, struggling and trying to get their business up and running? Absolutely, and we definitely will get into the subject of the day as you mentioned. But yes. I mean, I love the conversation we were just having before we got on mm-hmm. the air today. And yes. talking about these businesses that have persevered and made it through the pandemic, but it was a very big struggle, and folks are were having a difficult time. So, you know, um, they really, you guys out there, you need this. This is what you yes. need. This will fortify Absolutely. your spirit and keep yes. you moving, right, in the right direction. Yes. So real, real happy. And, again, uh, welcome to the third installment, our third episode of Hairpreneur. From the ground up, I'm Carrie Hines with Linda C. from Northern New Jersey. So yes, yes. we got to mm-hmm. work in the Northern New Jersey. Oh, I keep forgetting. Now, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay. We want the folks that yes, we yes. very much are, and it's probably a good time to do a roll call. Uh, mm-hmm. We want to shout out to all of our amazing listeners. We've got great folks out there. We talk to just about every week, even on Wednesdays. You you guys know we have Smooth Black on, who is joins us at about 8.30 to talk about his hair, uh, wonderful uh, Smooth Black Ink, which is his hair business, and we have so many others out there. And on Fridays, we've got a couple of folks who come on on Fridays at 8, and they do a whole live thing uh, with spirituality and some other things tossed in with uh, entrepreneurial things as well. But right now, it's time for Linda C. So, uh, Linda C., starting off, when you are, and, and this is a good point to find out where you you know, what went into your uh, thinking as well on, you know, Mm -hmm. what type of business? Or did it ever cross your mind, like you guys out there, when you are about to start a business? um, And for me, one of the first things that kind of went through my mind was what type of business do Mm -hmm. I want to, to be? What type of business do I want to reflect to the general public out there? So that was my question to you. Do you have um do you remember having that that kind of thinking about that decision or are you still thinking about it or because even if you think about it, you know, mm-hmm. or thought about it or decided, you can always change your mind. So that's the beauty of, of all course. this. But of did that course. did that did that ever kind of weigh on you at all? Um, I mean I mean, um I've always wanted to I mean, I love hair. So I've always like I said on my on the first um on the first um segment we had, I talked about I started wearing hair since I was thirteen, which is absolutely true and and um I grew to love it. It's part of my life and why I spent so much money um buying the hair and doing all this <laughs> stuff. Why not go into the industry? I have a love for it. Um, you know, and I've always been, even when I go out and see a woman with beautiful hair, or I even saw a couple guys that had beautiful extensions, and I went up to him, I said, oh, my gosh, this is gorgeous. And he told me he makes his own wigs. And so, I mean, and he always had a passion wow. for it. So, I mean, it's a, it's a passion, and I think people 
I think 90% of people, and, and it's not so much um, you could think about the lawyers, the doctors, you know, people who have their own stores, um, they, they have a love for it. You know, you just don't go into business without just saying, well, okay, I'm just going to, you know, open like a, a, a store. But what kind of store? Why are you opening the store? What's your story? So everyone, I believe, in part has a story to why they're doing things. Like I have a friend who's in fitness. And um, he, when um, we were kids, he grew up, he was heavy, but when he started eating healthy and exercising and he saw he developed a love for it, I mean, he went into having his own business, you know, as a personal trainer, owning a gym, and he's very profitable. But he loves, when you talk to him, you can see the passion that he loves his job. He wakes up every morning at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to work, and you would think, you know, people would say, oh, my gosh, waking up so so early and this and that, but he says, I love it. It's, it's what I do. I love changing people's lives. So we could say the same thing for the people who go into the medical field, the doctors, the lawyers, and, and you know, they, they do this. And the and same you, yes, thing for Carrie Hines. Yes, I yes, wake yes, at 4 Carrie o'clock Hines, as well. Definitely. Yes. And you so have the hair radio morning life. show. That's right. you, exactly. Oh, so when you kind. have that passion, you are driven to do whatever it takes because not only are you changing somebody's life, you're your own boss. And being your own boss is the hardest because you don't know when to stop. You know, and I think a lot true, of times true. that because we're we because we have such a love for it, and yes, it can be you know um it, it is stressful. I can't say it can be stressful. It is stressful, but at the end of the day, yeah. we we plant those seeds and we see our flowers flourish. You know, um so yeah. and whether using and we were talking about earlier about different outlets of um how people are using the pandemic to flourish their business. And I don't want to take that with me. I'll let you, you know, do your thing. But I think this is, this is it. I mean, people go into businesses and because they love what they're doing, it's a passion, you know? Exactly. And that's really, and I love that. Um, And and even for myself, when you'll find this in the How to Get Rich in the Hair Business book, but uh, when I sat down to figure out what type of business I wanted Hair Radio to be, mm-hmm. uh, and this is on every level. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about uh, how to figure out what kind of business you want to create and set up for yourself and also what type of entity you want it to be because that's an, a very important aspect of, of, of business. Course. Now, um, when I, and I think this will be helpful, uh, when I sat down, because folks always ask me, like, um, I'll get, I'll hear this from time to time. Are you uh, tired? Are you, you know, you got so much to do. Uh, you do so much. How do you do all these things? Uh, <laughs> it's almost like a complaint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, because folks can't really understand uh, yeah. Yeah, somebody else's passion per se. But the thing is, I always remind folks. Uh, when I sat down to create Hair Radio, and I, well, I initially, like I said, I created Hair Radio in 95, but when I came back eight years ago, and I put all this on Facebook, I just reminded everybody, it's my eight-year anniversary this past May, uh, since I left my uh, job, so to speak. I was still working and doing everything. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I shared it with, uh, we have amazing fans everywhere who went on Facebook and they put such kind words. Thank you. This past May, it made eight years since I punched 
someone else's time clock. And, exactly. uh, you know, and what I remember doing was sitting down um, when I was still at the job, which I still live one block over from my last job. Literally, I still see the folks here. Uh, and, I, mm-hmm. and I'm glad of that because it's a reminder of how far I've come. But, um, but back to that, I sat down and I figured out, well, what do I, what do I want to do with this business? Uh, what do I want to create? What do I want to be the, the takeaway for a, a customer? What do, what do I want the customer to look like? Who do I want the customer to be? So all that went in. Even the legalities, what type of business? Do I want to be brick and mortar? Do I just want to be online? Do I want to be registered this? Do I want to work from home? Do I want to open up office space? Blah, 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 blah. All these are wonderful things that I had to write down and think about. And the very first thing that I remember coming to a decision about is what the, the business should reflect, who I am and what interests me. That was the very first thing. I didn't sit and think, well, what do I need to do to just make money? And what's really bizarre is that I didn't leave my job to start working for myself. I know that sounds strange, but it is very much the, the truth. I left my, for me personally, I left the job because I was overworked from working mm-hmm. for someone else. I was really yeah. tired. They paid me well, but I was really tired. You know, I had fi- files as high as your head. Now, right now, <laughs> my files are higher than my head. <laughs> yeah. But it's a very different story when the files are yours versus the files of are somebody else's you, job. Because you can manage That's those a, files. Exactly. So it's yeah. a very big difference. And I sat down and I decided, I said, you know what, I want the business uh, to reflect what I am and what I'd like to do. And so I said, oh, we're great with public relations and marketing. I said, let's make sure that I do public relations and marketing. Uh, I said, I I love to write. Let's incorporate my writing. Mm -hmm. Um, I love to broadcast. Let's incorporate broadcasting. I love the hair and beauty people. Let's make sure that they are front and center with everything that I do. And as if that's not enough, I get to go out and do live shows and other things, but I wanted my business to reflect everything that I love to do and enjoy doing. So love to do and enjoy doing. So that was very important. And that's what I did. Uh, That was the first thing. The next thing, which would make sense for folks, uh, it's not enough to just jot down what you'd like to do and even to think about it. You also have to then figure out ways to monetize it. So I had to come up with different ways that um, of those things that I love to do, what do you have to do to monetize those things so that you could create a living for yourself? And that was important because I didn't want to have, uh, I didn't want to, you might as well have a job if you are compelled to do things that you don't want to do in order to make a living. And I, I never thought that I was put here to be, to to just be, um, I was put here to just be a a worker for somebody else's business because I thought to myself, well, gee, you know, you're going to work until you're like 65, 70 years old 
And it's very sad because, you know, what are you going to be able to do at that age? <laughs> you exactly. know, and and there are a lot. Yeah. Listen, I better shout out to the folks who are doing great things. <laughs> that's not old. But but wouldn't it have been nicer if you could have enjoyed yourself a little bit more along the way instead of giving your best years to an employer? That's all I'm saying. Let's see what you say about that. I mean, I think also it's. Um, I'm going to say. I'm going to make two, two, uh, two, two comments. I think also um, that you know, in other countries, people retire at such an early age versus the United States. We wait to 65, and and it's like by the time you retire, you're you 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 really don't know who you are at some point because you spent your whole life working. Right, and so even if you wanted yeah. to do something, it's like, okay, what do I do with myself now? I know a lot of my clients, um, they've gone back to work because they don't know what to do with themselves, um, you know, and and wow. and and some of them have actually passed away after working so so hard, and they don't even get a chance to enjoy their 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 all their savings, all their hard work, all their pension that they've been putting away. To enjoy, so and I don't why, know if it was why you, can't we figure that out? Yes, and we can figure that out now. I think it's just the lack of education that we have. Where um, I feel like mm. um, there's not enough um, material out there, outreach programs to help these young entrepreneurs, or even the entrepreneurs that start later in life. And then there's fear also, and then there's lack of funding. You know. And yes, it's it's, wow. it's great that you start your business, but you have to think about the people who started their business many years ago or many decades ago had um, I, I I and this is my opinion had um, probably had a little bit more help than the people that are starting uh, that started ten years ago and versus the people that are starting after the pandemic. I feel like it's it's wow. yes it's. People that have been laid off or people that have been, I mean, we've all been through COVID, which was a terrible, terrible thing, and we're still going through it. But I feel like, yes, the people that businesses are struggling, I, I, I feel like they made it so hard for them to get the funding. And then when they, they, they got it, there's you have to jump through hoops to, um, you know, show the proof. And then there's people out there, not to be negative, that don't have the true business, and then they get funding. So the people are trying to be honest, and I'm not turning this in a negative way, but because I'm in the financial industry, it affects you also as an entrepreneur, um, Carrie, myself who is striving to become um, somewhat leveled entrepreneur. And when I say leveled, meaning that I've established my business and now I've opened my online or my brick and mortar and now I'm, 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 I'm producing products and I'm changing lives and then reaping the benefits. But it's not as easy because the funding out there for people that are starting out after the pandemic, it's zero. And even if yeah. you try to get it, they tell you, oh, you would have had to register your business by this time. But who's thinking about that during a pandemic? Who's, I mean, there's so many businesses that became, um, that developed after the pandemic because people lost their jobs and they saw an opportunity to come out and take that leap of faith, you know. But they've yeah. taken that leap of faith, but now who's helping them? Okay, where's their help? 
You know, you've helped exactly. the businesses that are struggling. And I feel so bad because there's so many people who have been in business for 30, 40 years. I've, speak, I've spoken to so many of my clients that I've actually gone to their businesses and visit, and they're in tears because they have to shut down because the money that they're giving them cannot even sustain the business, right? Because the, the, the lease wow. is so expensive or they can't pay their employees. But then you have those businesses also, so it's, it's a double-edged sword. You have those businesses that people have been laid off, but now they've had the opportunity. You just talked about it. They've, they've realized that I don't want to be 65 and then now trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. I want to take that leap and always show if I wanted to do like some type of embroidery store or whatever store a business that I love and I want to produce it, and they've gone out, they've cashed out their 401K, or they've borrowed money from friends, or they refi their house, or whatever they have to do to make it. But now that they have it, who's helping them? There's, and, and myself well, and the same boat, you yeah. know? Really? Tell me more. You know, so that's what it is. It's like it's frustrating because at times it can be, yes, you are pro, you're you're doing you're providing a wonderful service because every time I talk to you, if I have an issue, I always turn around and look at your successes. And I'm not saying Thank it because you. I know you. I'm saying it because you Thank talked you. about your struggles. You talked about how you walked away from a great job, but because your mental yes. health and this is not your love, this is not what you want to do, had pushed you along to start something. And obviously, yes, it was risky. Yes, you were scared. And there's a lot of people that need to hear that to say that it's okay, you know, and at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true, Linda C. When I left, I'll tell you, though, the thinking that I have, the only difference that I believe of what I possess that I think others should really take a closer look at uh, is that I look at the real big picture, not just the short term, but the long term. Mm -hmm. And I realize that the long term was more important to me. See, most other folks look at just the short term. Oh, I have to pay the rent in two weeks. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've got to, I got to get this. I got to do that. So I, got to make sure I have this money and I got to go to work in order to get the money and I got to do this and do that. So I'm, I, you know, I'm stuck. So, but the mm-hmm. way I looked at life, I said, you know, um, I don't look at it as a destination so much. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Um, I think more so um, what do I need to do to be happy each day? That was number one. Yeah. And so that goes back to that figuring out what kind of business I wanted to be, uh, what did I want to do, and how was I going to do it. And all that, each day was my, uh, that was my thing. If I could get through the day, setting myself up for success for that day. And I'll tell you, just on a very uh, basic level, very intrinsic level, we're talking about food and mm-hmm. some uh, roof over my head, <laughs> literally. <Of course. laughs> if I could get through those things, uh, yeah. then it was a successful day. Yeah. And that became my bar, yeah. not my drinking bar, okay? I didn't go to a bar <laughs> or drink. I would never have account, <laughs> amounted to anything. But, uh, but that became the bar that I set, which is a very yeah. low bar because those are things on a hierarchy of needs. You have to eat, you have to, you know, 
mm-hmm. make sure those things are in place and have uh, proper shelter. So once I had those things covered, I said, well, you know, the rest is kind of gravy. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I looked at it. And I, as I write in How to Get Rich in the Hair Business, my book that's out there on Amazon and everywhere else, um, I had to realize, I said, okay, well, you know, I had to make some adjustments, which I talk about. Yes. Because if you are going to embark upon an entrepreneurial career, something that you spoke of very highly, and we're going to do a whole episode about funding and and raising monies for your business goals. So we'll talk about that in upcoming episodes of Hairpreneur with Linda C. Mm-hmm. and Kara Hines. So that's going to come up very soon. But uh, in looking at all of that, like you mentioned as well with the 401k, which was one of the things that I used to leap forward. Um, but for you guys out there, um, you know, this is very, very important. All of these little tips will be able to help you on your way. So I just want to say, Linda C., um, but for me, it was deciding uh, how I was going to, uh, you know, finance the business, but also that I had to do this and I had to pick out some things uh, that I wanted to do. And I, like I said, for me, I think um, I, I think like I set the bar again so low that my thinking was a little different than others who just yeah. think, oh, I'm going to, you know, we'll make so much money and I can do this and do yeah. that. They became they become very money-focused, and I think that yeah. I don't know if that's the right way to, to go about it. Perhaps it works for some. It just wasn't the route that I wanted to take. Uh, mm-hmm. My deciding mm-hmm. was that I wanted to be happy each day. Yes. And, and it's about the quality of life, mm-hmm. right? Of yeah, course. the quality that's, of your life. Uh, absolutely, and that's that's where 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 I like I was saying to my husband, and he says, um, you know, I have to say, like, I'm a people person, and I and I love to talk to people face to face. I love to hear the experiences, and 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 I love to, you know, being in the financial industry is not about making money or getting these loans. It's about changing, um, changing um, somebody's life. Like I would always say to my boss, like, I'm not going to sell a 90-year-old person a loan or a credit card or whatever it is or some type of product just because to make that sale. What value am I getting out of it? And what value is that person going to get out of it, you know? So that's where I said to myself, well, I want to do something and I know some people may say that, oh, well, hair extension doesn't do that. And hair, but I look at the bigger picture. I just don't want to sell hair extensions. I want to grow it to where it's something out of the park. You know, uh, it's, it, is that the right thing? <laughs> well, so, you said you, you want know, to grow it to what? To, to like something huge, to have to grow it like a different market. And I said, well, oh, yes. I just don't want to just base it online. I want to go into a store and see face-to-face the people, talk to these men and women and how I'm changing their life and provide them with a whole other service. That is my, that is what drives me every day. I look at the end that, okay, well, not only am I going to set example, I'm going to leave a legacy. You know, and and I'm gonna have like you said that it's 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 about having mental health and being healthy mentally and the quality of life. You know, so and that that's what drives me every day because 
every day I don't wake up bubbly or happy at that sense because it, 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 it you know sometimes you wake up on the wrong side of the bed but you gotta you gotta make it right yeah. before you step out the door you know so this you know true. I, I I put my and if you start working on. for yourself. Yeah. Often exactly. you, you don't even have to step outside your door. Exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, yeah. I have my my book. I have my um my that I work on my website with my you know with the the people. I would say my potifies that you know. And yeah. uh, I'm coining your phrase. That's right. <laughs> oh, I remember. And, that, <laughs> and, and remind everybody what the pod of five is all about. Well, it's a group of friends or family members that support you basically that that absolutely give you advice and ideas and I actually had a breakthrough this weekend actually yesterday and I used and I thought about you and I said look at me with my pot of fire and and then you know I sat down with my with my cousin and we went over the website and she says you know we need to change some things I said what do you think and that was constructive criticism I took that to heart because I know she's helping me. She's helping me grow. Absolutely. And she sees my vision, and she goes, this is going to be big, girl. And you you have no idea what I see. You know, and so I, that wow. made me happy, you know, that somebody's Absolutely. looking out for me. So that's why a lot of people need those, you know, potifies and and, and, every and, and, you know, entrepreneur. <laughs> yes, every mother. entrepreneur. Yeah. Every entrepreneur and really yeah. everybody in life, but that's another yeah, of story. Of course, of course, but you yes, can use that entre- for your life. Yeah, exactly. And that's, what it is. In, and, and, that's right. And in that's order great. to be successful, yes, you have to have some sort of uh, support system. And we talked about in the, in the last episode of, of Hairpreneur, and you guys can find it on Spotify. Um, so it it just it's important to remember that you know creating that that support system very very important uh, and they also can help with financial uh, support too so don't don't of forget course. that part yeah and we'll talk about that uh, and hopefully in the next episode or so but yeah I am very excited um, and we also wanted to talk about entities and all that wonderful good stuff. So in deciding what type of that, you know, what kind of business you wanted it to be and what type of, of uh, customer you would like to have, again, same types of ideas that uh, went into my creation of that. Uh, and I decided, uh, for me, I said, okay, this business is inspired by women of color. It was inspired by my amazing mom and my wonderful and beautiful sisters and just so many women uh, that I've gotten to know along the way, particularly in the hair and beauty industry. And uh, I said, this is what we're going to do with that information. We're going to be a program that would provide the information on healthy hair care for folks who are in front of, I'm going to say, who are seated in the chair, but also uh, if they, for folks who are behind the chair. So yeah. uh, for yeah, for all women, uh, particularly, but we also have expanded our wares uh, to to for men uh, as well, and just for uh, having a cultural, being a cultural touchstone, and that's what I wanted the the business to be, and I, I think we've accomplished that. So it takes time. Sometimes you do have to take some time to figure out those things about your business, mm-hmm. but it's worth it. It's worth it to and have the demographics with too. yourself. Of course, that that, that makes a big, that can make or break your Absolutely. business. Um, you know, Absolutely. and I see, 
it has to stand out. Like I see, like I live in northern um, New Jersey, and there's a lot of stores that are the same right next to each other, but every store stood out a different way. Like, um, like I would get a certain, like when I used to buy my hair, I would only go to that one guy. So like that one guy that was selling the hair that I always loved, um, not because he had the best looking store, but because he provided that service. You know, he had quality hair. He was on customer service. Oh, he had good products. Yes, and he had the women in there that were like me, that looked like me, and that gave me great advice of what hair I should choose. Oh, uh, okay, I would say this is the style that I'm looking for. So, and versus where I would walk into the bigger stores that were more flashy, and, and it was just there. They were colder, and yeah. Yes, it was just there. I mean, the stuff was really nice, and his store was much smaller, but you would think that he would be struggling with customers. He had loyal customers. I've been going to that man since the 90s, and he revamped his store. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's boutique. I call it boutique services. Boutique, boutique yes, exactly. Right? Exactly. And I've been going to him since the 90s. Yeah, and he moved wow. um, his store to another town, which was not too far from my from my house. But I actually found him. I went out. I found. I asked people around the uh, the people that I know that was going to the same uh, boutique that I was going um, to back in East Orange. I found him, and they said, "Oh yeah, he moved to Orange." And I said, "What?" So I've we're been talking going about there Jersey, folks. That's Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> Jersey. <laughs> I keep forgetting. Yes. And so that's how. And then you would think, like loyal customers. This is what it is. Is they bring in. And I would wow. always tell people, go to his store because he's the best. You know. And there's tons. There's tons of hair stores on that main street. I mean, we're talking about 20 stores, and that one person wow. stood out. I would never, I would, like, frequent the other stores and kind of looked around, but I never, not that I bought little things here and there, but but I always have gone to him for everything. That is so amazing. I mean, you know, and that's how, must, you know, when you. really, yeah. <laughs> you go ahead. I'm sorry. That's how you know. No, no go ahead, Carrie. No, it, go ahead. I, I was done with my story. <laughs> Well, no, I just think that's amazing. And, you know, and I just I appreciate hearing that, taking the time and supporting these small businesses, um, and it can make all the difference. And because of the help that you gave him and going and patronizing his store for so long, might have been uh, the difference that kept him in business. Like we talked about the folks who couldn't make it or made it through the pandemic and stuff, that little bit mm-hmm. of support is what yeah. can keep the lights on at his brick-and-mortar business. Definitely. And um, and I do want to get this across, and I know it's a little off subject for our broadcast today, but it's important to remember to support the small businesses because, you know, little tiny things really do make the difference. Folks think it takes a lot of money. It does, but it also, uh, every little business helps. Support these businesses because our businesses reflect our community. Maybe the other folks, maybe not so much. But for us, it it makes a difference in our communities. It really would. If we supported our own businesses and businesses that we create in our community for our community folks, we would, um, I think we'd be okay. 
So that's something that, uh, yeah, we have to take the steps to to make sure that that's done. Now, your um, extensions business, so what kinds of hair, um, you know, um, do you offer in this extensions business, Linda C. from New Jersey? Um, Well, I offer virgin hair. It's 100% human hair, and it's from one donor. I have uh, Peruvian hair, and they all come in uh, different styles, like uh, straight hair, wavy, deep wave, like uh, body, and then closures and um, frontals. So that's pretty much in the the gist of it all. And uh, as the business grows, I'll be introducing new things, um, new products to the business. And um, so far, that's pretty much it. Well, it sounds like you're off to a great start. It really does. So we are just blown away. And we're going to be following your each uh, step that you take on this wonderful journey that we are talking about on Hairpreneur. Now, I have to say, um, and getting back to a few of the um, items that we were talking about today, in choosing the entity, uh, and I remember starting off many times as just a sole proprietorship, an SP we call it, where, you know, you basically, uh, of course, you register your business, but you pretty much stay um, in that lane. It's not mm-hmm. one that you have looked to become a big corporation or anything outside of just, you know, having a business, um, which could be online or just, you know, even on, in way of consulting. It just depends on how you have it set up. But a mm-hmm. lot of folks start off that way because, uh, taxes and stuff like that. And I wanted to just explain that to a lot of folks out there. The reason that they have entities, and when we're talking about entities, we're talking about whether you are in a corp- that you incorporate or decide to be a regular corporation or a sole proprietorship, uh, limited liability corporation or company. Uh, all of that goes, uh, is, is really designated because of taxation. So that's the reason that you have these different entities so that um, it can kind of aid with that. And I know that sounds foreign because I was like, when I first started looking into this many years ago, I said, oh, okay. So that's why folks uh, have decided to become an LLC, so to speak. Um, which wasn't always around. LLCs are not new, but it hasn't been all that long that they've been out there. And an LLC is uh, essentially shields your uh, your assets from the potentiality of of you know. It's not that it stops you from being sued, but it's not able to penetrate to your personal uh, assets. Uh, so your business kind of becomes its own entity, if you will, its own being almost. So um, very interesting stuff. So the sole proprietorship is very much the opposite. And SP, um, you can set up for your business. And there are benefits uh, in starting an SP uh, versus setting up um, an LLC to, to start. And LLC requires a lot of uh, a lot of record keeping and it has to be approved by the state 
and so forth and so on. Where an SP uh, sole proprietorship basically, like I said, you just go down and register it and you're on your way uh, in terms of business license, um, pretty much, and that's it. So it's really interesting. And But the thing with an SP, with a sole proprietorship, your personal assets, your personal wealth can, there is no shield that exists with the LLC. So just bear that in mind. That's why a lot of folks, you can start off as a sole proprietorship because it's easy to get started. So, yeah, it's much easier to get started, but then you're uh, less vulnerable to a certain degree. So just something to think about. And then you have all kinds of regular corporations, and you have the ideas of stock, stocks rather, that you can disseminate um, and divide and raise funds for your business. And your business can, I mean, it, you know, it goes on and on and on. There's so many different opportunities. And uh, maybe one day, uh, Linda C., we'll talk about franchising and all of that and getting yeah. your business out into different ways and and so mm-hmm. forth. So I'm excited about Hairpreneur. I think it is just marvelous, and I think it's going to yeah. help, as it has even reflected already with so many folks Definitely. right here on the Hair Radio Morning Show who are just big fans. So I wanted to take a moment and, you know, talk a little bit more. Um, you know, we spoke about what goes in to your business, um, but we didn't really get into the brick and mortar versus the online idea. Okay. So what do you um, have to say about that? What comes to mind, Linda C., from New Jersey? I mean, well, so so to me, the online um, I the online store, uh, you put more work into it versus um, when I mean work, you have to find uh, a good website um, to, to develop your business website because that is your bread and butter. That's what you're selling. That's your representation of you and your business. So it needs to be on point and, you know, it needs to appeal to your um, potential buyers. And you work, I, I feel like, in my opinion, when you have an online store, you kind of have to work a little bit more, but you do have some free time to dedicate more to your business, where is it to network with other places, other people, and versus the brick and mortar, it's more face-to-face. So you may work at a brick and mortar, uh, your own business, from like 9 to 6 or 9 to 7, but you have to be dedicated to be there at, at all times and to stay on point. And, of course, with your uh, brick and mortar, you need to find the right location that's going to bring you clientele versus online. Online can be a little bit more competitive where you're competing against 20 other businesses that are like yours. And you have to market yourself um, a little bit more. You have to pay more attention to detail because one little slip-up can cost you to even have bad reviews or, you know, just just uh, you want to stay on top of your game. So like me, I I am a, I kind of like both aspects of it, but I'm more so of a brick-and-mortar girl you, to say because, I like I said, I like the face-to-face. I like to talk to people. Um, I like to see my clients come in. And so with online, um, I think the online is a little bit more work. It can be very frustrating because you always have to stay fresh, 
do you do you kind of understand what I'm saying, Carrie? Like you you always yeah. have to be new at all times. And you have to make sure your Instagram is good, your Facebook. So it's a little bit more intense. And you have to do a little bit more homework. You have to be a little hands-on. And the brick and mortar, yes, you put your you put a lot of work in it because it's more physical, you know. And, um, and Absolutely. But I, you know, so to me those are the two differences. And whichever yes, you're planning to open out there, and it, I think it needs to uh, be more researched. Um, it needs to, for you to have a business plan, just like you have a business plan. I, I truly believe I have a business plan for my life itself, my personal life and my family. A life you plan. Also, you know, a life plan, yes, and with timelines and everything. And also wow. you have to have a business plan, not just a business plan to present to fund to get funding, but a business plan for yourself, for your business. What do you want your business to look like? What is the time frame? Just like I'm doing here with Carrie, I have a business plan, but it's not for financial. It's for when I'm going to get my business off the ground, which which is hairpreneur from the ground up. Sure, exactly. <laughs> you took like the words out of my mouth. I was just about to <laughs> yes. say it. So I that's what was. it is. Yeah. You know, you need three wow. business plans. You need your life business plan. And you need a business plan, business plan for you to get your business off the ground. Yes. And you need a business plan for your financials to present this business. So it, it is a lot of work to uh, to do. And exactly. one is more easier than the other. But just because I mentioned the online, the online is a quick – It's well, sometimes it can be the quickest and sometimes it cannot. It's not. But it's the easiest way without all the overhead versus the brick and mortar where you have to really find the funding and, you know, you really have to do a little bit more work and you really have to risk a little bit more to make it happen. So one is well, more risky okay. than the other. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, so I mean, they, you're yeah. absolutely right. But they both mm-hmm. require the research, and you mentioned that exactly. earlier. Exactly. Uh, the on yeah the online of course um, is a lot less expensive uh, mm-hmm. in comparison to having a brick and mortar business. But several things on those folks who wish to have a brick and mortar, and when we say brick and mortar, just so that we don't leave anybody out, it means a business that you can walk into uh, versus a business that is solely online. Um, and some are a hybrid. They're kind of like a mixture of those two. Um, mm-hmm. But bear in mind, if you have selected a brick-and-mortar business, it is amazing because uh, in, you know, in sight and looking at because of the pandemic, lots of the brick-and-mortar uh, owners, um, I'm, I'm saying that these folks who rent these, you know, these uh, commercial properties out, to folks like you and me who wish to have a business, uh, you can get really great deals right now because there's mm-hmm. so many businesses that have gone online. So it opens it up where if you go in, you can always negotiate for six months uh, free rent in some cases. And Absolutely. all of that is uh, as an outpour. But uh, for those who wish to avoid a lot of that overhead that you also mentioned, Linda C., uh, online is definitely a much more economical option, and depending upon what type of business you have, 
um, can be something that I think is the way to really look at that and the, the way to really consider going. So we're happy to guide you at the Hair Radio Morning Show on Absolutely. Hairpreneurs. <laughs> yes, I'm Carrie Hines with the amazing Linda C. Uh, you've been doing just a great job, Linda C. So oh, I'm you. super hyped about it. It was an extraordinary third episode of uh, Hairpreneur and from the ground up. And again, Hairpreneur is that made-up word. It's like a hair person and an <laughs> entrepreneur, right? Exactly. Kind of merged Absolutely. into one. Yeah. yeah. So we really, really like it. So I think this was uh, really good. Uh, let me see, before we sign out for today, is there anybody that you want to shout out to? Any uh, closing thoughts for the hairpreneurs uh, to carry them over to the next episode? Um, just to everyone that's listening, all the future hairpreneurs and all the current yes. hairpreneurs, and especially to you, Carrie, um, and to uh, your wonderful radio show, and just my my pod five, and that, that's pretty much it. And I love being here. I love spending that moment with you and your and, um, and your listeners, and and hopefully that I know we're helping. We're helping them out there. We are and making the a, difference. Yes, yes, we are definitely. And I'm glad I'm be I am part of making that difference. I'm very proud yes. and I'm very grateful that you have invited awesome. me to your show again. <laughs> yeah, so, um, well, looking forward to growing um, with you and all my hairpreneurs out there and I can't wait to be in your um in the hair um in the hair show um out in August yes. in Atlantic City. Yes. I'm very excited oh. about that. So hopefully I can awesome. get to meet our our hairpreneurs and also the listeners. Yes. So I'm super excited. And you can go to hairnationexpo.biz to find out all about our live events. Um and we're going to keep you guys posted on that, right, throughout all, all of that we're doing with Hairpreneur. So, Linda, thanks so much for being with us. Oh, thank you for thank having you. me. Always a pleasure. All right. You got it. All right, uh, folks, keep it right here. We've got a whole lot more of the Hair Radio Morning Show to go. Stay with us. I'm Valerie from Validate Your Beauty. I am giving a shout out to the Hair Radio Morning Show, Carrie Hines.
fast car. I got a plan to get us out of here. Been working at the convenience store. Managed to save just a little bit of money. Won't have to drive too far. Just cross the border and into the city. You and I can both get jobs. Finally see what it means to be living. With the bottle, that's the way it is. He says, body's too old for working. Body's too young to look like his. My mama went off and left him. She wanted more from life than he could give. I said, somebody's got to take care of him. I quit school and that's what I did. You got a fast car. Is it fast enough so we can fly away? Gotta make a decision Keep the night and live and die this way so I remember when we were driving Driving in your car Speed so fast I felt like I was drunk Did it like day out before Send your arm felt nice crap around my shoulder
Up now, live, it's Vet Talk Radio Show with host Michael Hopkins, executive producer Terry Hines, and Michael's Angels panel, Nicole, Noor, and Katrina. The Vet Talk Radio Show with Michael Hopkins is all about helping veterans in need. Stay tuned. Are you a stylist, barber, nail tech, or involved in personal care on any level? Are you good at what you do? I bet you are. And as being as good as you are, that leaves you less time to handle your clients. I mean, as far as booking appointments, product sales, pricing, and all that. Well, I have something that will help you on that end and still allow you to be great. ChairWatch is a new mobile booking platform that allows your client direct access to you. It will allow them to book, change, cancel appointments, place themselves on standby, buy products, and even be able to send you direct messages. And that is just a taste of all the services that ChairWatch provides. Sounds good? Then check it out at ChairWatch.com, or you can download the app via the Apple Store or Google Play. ChairWatch, a new and better way to connect with your clients. It's time to rise and shine with the Hair Radio Morning Show with Carrie Hines. We're back live. You're listening to the all-new Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. It's Tuesday morning, August 3rd of 2021, 8.30 in the morning Eastern Time. And and it's time for Vet Talk Radio, as you just heard. I am bringing to the line the one and only, the man behind the entire Vet Talk Radio show, the one and only Mr. Michael Hopkins. Good morning, Michael. Michael, welcome again. Okay, Michael, can you hear us? All right, I'm going to see what is going on technically there. We'll see if we can get Michael heard a little bit. Michael, uh, double-check your mute and all of that on your line. Where I don't hear you there, sir. And while we're doing that, let me just get on Michael's Angels. We've got Nicole, we've got Noor, Trina, Guys, good morning, and welcome to the third installment of Vet Talk Radio Show. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me now? All right. We can hear you, sir. Yes. Listen, I'm going to tell Mr. Michael, don't, uh, we can't test new equipment on the (laughs) call today. I'm going to get you for that. Listen, uh, good morning, everybody. Yes, I'm going to get you on that one. Good morning, Michael. How are you? And to the angels. Great. Thank you. How are you? Doing great. Well, listen, I want to jump on in and just, uh, you know, just to remind folks that we're here each week. And I think it might be a good idea. I'm going to see if, if you guys like the idea and the listeners. It looks like the fans want more. So I'm hoping we could do a special one-hour broadcast next week, and, and that way we can kind of give you guys a little bit more time on the air. Now, Michael, I understand uh, just a reminder for folks, today is their first time tuning in. They've never heard of that talk radio, and they must have been under a rock. But uh, what would you need? What would you like to share with them this morning about what that talk radio was all about? Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. Basically, Vet Talk Radio is all about information about veterans. 
That's what Vet Talk Radio is all about. The premise of the show is to inform veterans and civilians alike of all the services that veterans are qualified for and just just talking about veterans because a lot of civilians don't really know what a veteran is. They, they have a preconceived notion of what a veteran is. And that notion can be anywhere from, oh, it's just another person that served in the military. Oh, well. Or it could be, oh, it's that veteran that has that, quote, problem. And, uh, oh, we might want to stay away from that veteran. Or or there's that veteran that's missing a limb, and we don't know what to say or do to that veteran. Or here's the family of a veteran that died from Agent Orange or cancer or something, and it's, we don't know what to do. Wow. This show is going to just... pull the veil away. That's what that's what this show is, is all about, wow. pulling that veil away. Well, I appreciate that. And I have to say, as I opened up with this, this is your third installment. This is your third time out on Vet Talk Radio. And um, I just wanted to kind of go around a little bit, Michael, this morning as you begin to uh, peel back some of that uh, and pull the veil back, as you put it. Uh, Nicole, let's lead in with you this morning. We're talking to Nicole out of Water Valley, Water Valley, Mississippi. You know I love saying that. Nicole, what do you say when you think that you guys have three shows in and this is what Michael is talking about in helping the veterans? What do you, What goes through your mind? Okay. Nicole, are you there? Okay. I think we might have uh, – I think Nicole's uh, checking back in with us. Let me turn to Noor. Noor, did you hear that question? It's uh, going around. This is your third time out uh, for the show. Uh, what goes through your mind? Oh, for some? It's exciting. Yes, go right Can ahead. you hear me? And, folks, if you guys have your phone on mute, please take them off mute. Okay, go right ahead. Yeah, you can hear me okay, right? Sure, go ahead. Okay, uh, Okay. yeah, it's exciting to know that we're already on our third show and just ready to hear what Michael has to share today because I learn so much every time. I'm sitting here taking notes and just I'm wowed by the information. So I hope that the audience that's listening, they will be wowed as well. Awesome. Thank you, Noor. And I just want to say, Noor, you are out of Clarksville, Tennessee. Yes. Just want to say that right. Okay. All right. Welcome to Clarksville, folks. Um, ask the question to uh, first to Nicole. Let's see if we can get Nicole. Nicole, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Awesome. So I don't know if you heard the question or not, but it was basically that this is your third time out. Michael is talking about, and when I hear Michael Hopkins, this sounds like to me, we say out here, you're really going in, you're going deep with the challenges that veterans seem to face. Again, it's your third show. What goes through your mind? It's just very, very exciting um, to be able to inform people about veterans. Um, My father was a veteran, so I know the military lifestyle and the things that veterans go through. I have brothers and sisters that serve, 
and my husband served and just other family and friends that I know serving in the military and then now as veterans. So it's just very exciting to be on this platform to be able to share and just educate people about veterans and their families as well and the things that they go through. I appreciate that. And, Nicole, you're out of Water Valley, Mississippi. I just want to say yeah, it right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Water Valley, Mississippi. Water yeah, Valley, Mississippi. Small town America. Okay. Small t- Boy, it doesn't get any smaller than Water Valley, Mississippi, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, but maybe it does. We're moving over to Katrina out of Paris, Texas. Hi, uh, Katrina. Good morning to you. Good morning. How's everyone? Well, I, I, everybody's on. Yeah, Katrina, everybody's quiet this morning. <laughs> Listen, um, yes, I'm turning it back over to Michael Hopkins, but I want to ask you the same question, Katrina. Again, this is the third outing for your for your participation as one of the angels here uh, with one of Michael's angels. Let's go ahead and get it on out there uh, from Michael Hopkins, who is the host of this actual program. So I just wanted to ask you before I kind of move a move it back over to Michael. What goes through your mind on your third outing here this morning? Well, it is very interesting because even though I have veterans and people who serve in the uh, military of all branches, I'm learning more. Each week is Michael talk that I didn't know or understand. Plus, my dad served, but it wasn't much that he even talked about, but I know he went through. So, Michael is letting me know a lot of a lot of things that they go through. And now that I know, I understand more why a lot of them are doing like they are. Wow. wow. So. I love how you put that in. Michael, that's a perfect segue. For you to jump on back in. So how do you feel about that when you hear someone like Katrina mentions that, you know, just by you doing this show, it's, she's becoming more aware. And so, and I have to echo that sentiment as well as so many, you know, from, from the fans of the show already. So Michael Hopkins, it's your brainchild. How do you feel? Oh, Carrie, I, 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 it's it's overwhelming sometimes, and it's humbling. Reason being is because on a daily basis, I, I reach out and I text a lot of veterans, and it is it is such an honor to be able to to reach out to veterans and explain to them in common sense language how this process, this claim, this compensation process how it works it is it is one of the honors i can i can tell you this one of the the honors that i just had over the weekend i I talked to a vietnam vet who was in his 70s and it, it was just such an honor to talk to this man and he's going through a lot and him and his lady friend and it, it was it was kind of a divine thing you know for for you know, it, it, I don't know any other words to say it. It was so funny because I went to Maryland just to pick up my mail because I still have a P.O. box. And in the process of getting ready to go home, we always stop at this little diner and we eat 
little cafe. Well, I saw this gentleman with a hat on, and I just recognized him as a Vietnam vet, so I acknowledged him. He acknowledged me as being a veteran also. We we ate meal, our meals, and as we were leaving, him and I got to talking. That's when I found out the issues that he was having, both physically and mentally, as a as a veteran. And it was so humbling when it was him and his his lady Carrie. It, 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 in the audience, it was so humbling when this gentleman said to me, "You've told me in five minutes." more things about the claims process and how to do things than I've had from just about anybody I've ever talked to. And it got even more humbling because he goes to a PTSD uh, group, like a lot of us do. You know, we meet and we just have like a rap session and talk. And he, he, he asked me if I would come to their group and talk to their group about the claims process because I was so knowledgeable. And it just kind of wow. blew me away because I'm so used to doing this. It, it, it just gets humbling because I've helped a lot of people. They, they've been doing this 5, 10, 15, 20 years and frustration and mental issues and physical issues, and nobody is really helping them to the extent that I am. And it's not that, like I say, I'm not a doctor, I'm not certified by the VA, I'm not a nurse, a lawyer, nurse practitioner, I'm none of those things. The one thing I know how to do that, that God has blessed me is to be able to read all the jargon and read all the information that the VA puts out, and I can explain it to people in simple, basic terms. And, and and that's the beauty of what we want to accomplish here on this this program. Well, it sounds that, to that, me that, that you're that reaching is, a whole lot more folks out there, Michael, with this amazing, uh, you know, I call it a kind of a charge that you have with doing this. I mean, this is uh, this is remarkable as far as I'm concerned, being a civilian out here. Um, but I wanted I wanted to uh, definitely ask you a little bit more about the claims. I know you wanted to get into it, so please go ahead, Michael. Take it on away. What uh, What else would you like folks to know about the process? Oh, sure. Last week, Carrie, we were talking a little bit about some things, and one of the things that well, several things. One of which I want to touch on is basically what is a claim. Once again, and basically for veteran claim, or people call it compensation, it's just you as a veteran getting awarded monies for something that happened to you in the military. And a lot of veterans don't realize there are 832 different conditions that a veteran can have that they can eight hundred and thirty-two different wow conditions. Yes, sir. Oh wow, eight hundred thirty-two. Wow, right. Wow. There's a booklet, and you know, as time goes on, we'll get into all of this. But just to give you an overview, and in the audience, there's a book that the VA puts out. You can actually go on the internet and print the book out. It's free. 
It's called the Code of Federal Regulations, 38 Part 4. Or as, as we know as vets, we, we call it the CFR 38 Part 4. And as I said, there are 832 conditions a veteran can have potentially get paid for. And wow. unfortunately, as veterans carry, a lot of us don't know about this. And it's key. It is key. We, it, well, Michael, book, how did ha- you find out about all of this? That's what oh, goes through uh, my mind. Yeah, how did oh, you acquire okay. all of this information? Oh, okay, great, great. Good question. Excellent question. Basically what I did, like like most veterans, there are a lot of guys that are already have what we call ratings or percentages. They're getting paid for their injuries. And all a lot of us as as veterans a lot of time we'll get together and that's the topic of discussion. Uh, a lot of guys will say, "Hey man, what's your rating?" And if you don't know, they give you a brief class, or we call it a hip pocket training. That's what we call it in the Army, on what a rating is and so forth. And what I did for for years and years and years, like most veterans, I went into that, I called it that river called denial. And that's what I did. I went into denial of injuries that I sustained while being in the military. And for years and years and years, I never talked about it. I just lived with it. I just, as we call it, I just soldiered on. But it got to a point where I had to do something. And as I kept talking to other veterans, and I had buddies of mine, the retirees, and and they're rated, and they told me, they said, hey, look, man, this is what you got to do. We see how you walk. We see your back bothers you. Or, or sometimes you're having a, a, like a, a mental explosion. You need to go to the VA, and you need to do certain things. And that's how I got into doing this. I went myself, and I filed. I filed for six different claims. Out of the six, eventually I got four. But huh. in the process, I also learned about the CFR 38 Part 4, I had to read that. I started doing my own research. Um, I went on YouTube. I asked questions of my fellow veterans, and I kept coming up with different conclusions. And actually, I came up with the same conclusion. This is not hard. You just have to stick with it, and all of a sudden, you can win. And it was the funniest thing. What really turned me around when I first did this, they gave me – a 20% rating because I had an ankle problem while I was 10 and 10. I had a 10% rating for my left ankle because I'd had tendonitis in it when I was active duty. And I I didn't break it, but I had dropped things on my foot and my ankle while in the service. And, and also I fell off a balance beam and I totally jacked up my neck. And that's been over 30 years ago and my neck still gives me problems. And my feet, I went in the military with flat feet in 1982, and it was documented. And only, I, only I didn't understand or know all of this stuff because they gave me a waiver to go in. And as I was in, my feet got worse. Well, uh. I, I filed, and they, they gave me what they call a deferment. 
And basically, a deferment means this, and a lot of veterans will get this. It basically means that there's evidence, but they can't find it or they're still looking for it. What I did is I took charge of my own records, my own military records. I went through my records because I did all three, active duty, guard, and reserve. So I went through all my medical records, and I've time I had an issue with my feet, and I documented it. I found 21 pages. It was like almost like a page a year that I found that I had issues with my feet, and it happened during active military service. It didn't matter if I was in the Guard or Reserves or I was active duty. When you're on active duty, you're on active duty. Wow. And I filed all of that information along with a statement, and it's called a statement in support of claim. And, and of course, Carrie, in the audience, of course the government has files and forms and all this other stuff that you have to comply with. I complied with all of that, and a few weeks later, they gave me the highest rating that a veteran can get for bilateral flat feet, and that was 50% rating. And it, and it, it equates into money that they pay me each month. And as we go on with the, the program, I will explain all that also to the audience, to the veterans and yourself and, and my beautiful oh. angels. But well, we want to hear started. all about the pay attention. Uh, We're going to yes, keep zooming in. Right? Vet Talk Radio, folks. Um, you're listening to the all-new Hair Radio Morning Show Network, and we have the one and only Michael Hopkins on, who is a veteran, as you hear him explaining himself. Uh, and, Michael, you have the angels on with you this morning. What would you like to say to them? Oh, oh besides Loving on all three of them for all their support. <laughs> I mean, they—they uh-huh. they th- these 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 three queens, they're queens and they're business ladies, and they're they're professional ladies. And I couldn't have a, a better team, better friends, better confidants, better business partners than the three of them. If this was baseball, Carrie, they would not be traded. If this was basketball, they ain't gonna get traded. If this was football. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And we always, you know, when we all get together, it's as if we've been knowing each other for years and years and years. And we have only known each other, I'd say, my queens, about a year. Does that sound about right to you guys? Yes, sir. Close to it. That's correct. Yep. Wow. Yeah. But, but, almost, but the three of them, they, they, are, Carrie, they are so professional at what they do. And I, and I am and I humbled. Yeah. Yeah, they, they they are. They are so professional at what they do. All three of them bring so much to the table. Each each one wow. of them is just a gift. And, and yeah. I don't take anything with them lightly. I I, I really don't. Nor they are they Katrina are my sisters. And Nicole. Of course. And we welcome you guys. Um and that's why I look towards this. Uh, I'm hoping next Tuesday, our celebration, next week is a very big week uh, for us here at the company itself and the folks behind Vet Talk Radio because we're celebrating, Michael, our 600th show and the Angels on Friday for my network. So for our Radio Morning Show, we're celebrating our 600th broadcast on Friday. 
Yeah, next week, not this week, next Friday, week from Friday. Yes. So I want to be, make that clear, yeah. So next week, please okay. tune in. And then, of course, on Thursday, mm-hmm. it is, I'm going to have to say it, but uh, we're going to be celebrating my 29th birthday. So I want you guys um, on Thursday. So it's likely we'll do the celebration Wednesday. So I just wanted to go ahead and put that out there. All this is next week, and we have got some more shows. And, Michael, speaking of next week, uh, next week I'm really amazed because next week will be your fourth installment. And once that fourth installment hits, you guys go out across our uh, platform as another series in which we're putting together special airings and all of that stuff. So um, I just want to say, what else What else are you looking to bring to the listeners, Michael, with all of this that you're doing? Oh, wow. Yeah, one of the things I really want to talk about is walking people through the claims process. Just like a good overview of three steps, and it's basically all it is. It's three steps in the claim process, and that's what I want to do. I want to walk veterans and the civilian population through that process. All of us. Can you do that on next week's show where we can allot an entire hour? So Tuesday, next Tuesday morning, we are going to have a special one-hour edition. One-hour edition, you're hearing it first right here. A vet talk radio. So exactly one week from today, we're going to have you guys on at eight o'clock in the morning Eastern time, seven o'clock Central. So for an entire hour in which you will be able to fully explain the claims, because you've got a lot of fans on now who are veterans, and uh, I can see that, and they're all tuned in and listening to every word. So I also uh, just wanted to take a moment. On behalf of all of us at the Hair Radio Morning Show and our entire Hair Radio Network, as you guys know, we have a 24-hour streaming network that airs around the clock. I want to say thank you to all of you guys who are the veterans who have uh, done so much for our country. And again, thank you for your service on behalf of the company. So I wanted to make sure that was clear. Brother Michael. Wow. I, I am. I am. I'm humbled to have a lot of veterans on here, to have all my brothers sure. and sisters in arms. I, I, I am humbled, and I, I won't let them down. I won't disappoint them. I will make sure that they understand step by step this process. It's not a complicated process. A lot of us have been led to believe that, Carrie, that this is a complicated process, and we need a lawyer and all these other folks. Initially, you don't. All you need to do is is read, understand. It's only three things you need to do. Gather your medical evidence, have somebody review your medical evidence, file for a claim. That's how simple it is. It's not complicated. Wow. Well, well, I am very impressed here on the Hair Radio Morning Show. I want to thank you. Now, listen, folks, uh, a couple of ways that you can hear this entire broadcast. We're going to get it on again today from 12 o'clock all the way to 6 o'clock. So we're going to air it from noon to 3, and then the entire broadcast, and then again from 3 to 6 tonight, and that's Eastern time. 
So starting at about noon, that's uh, 11 o'clock in the morning, Central Time Zone this morning, uh, this entire broadcast will play back. So you'll hear the uh, Vet Talk Radio at the very end of those uh, recordings. And then uh, coming up on Saturday, uh, what happens, uh, Nicole, do you know what happens on Saturday afternoons at 1 o'clock over at HairRadio.com, our 24-hour streaming network? This yes, is at that time, <laughs> at that show, at, at that time, the show will um, be able to be heard once again. Awesome, awesome. That's right. So, in other words, the Vet Talk Radio Show, this Tuesday broadcast will replay in its entirety. The 30-minute show will replay over at uh, HAIRadio.com. Uh, for two airings, and that will be between uh, 1 o'clock Eastern and uh, 2 o'clock Eastern, so between 1 and 2. And the good news is that's uh, noon central, so again, that's this coming Saturday. Uh, So lots of ways to hear everything that we're talking about. And again, I just wanted to say thank you to all of you guys for uh, participating each week and helping, uh, and all the angels and Michael, for uh, your help and just being part of this big network. Michael, what words? The words I'd like to leave everybody today, go up to a veteran and just don't say the words, thank you for your service. Mean it in your heart. Up now, live, it's Vet Talk Radio Show with host Michael Hopkins. Executive producer Carrie Hines and Michael's Angels panel, Nicole, Noor, and Katrina. The Vet Talk Radio Show with Michael Hopkins is all about helping veterans in need. Stay tuned. As women, it seems like we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. And that weight is directly balanced between your two feet. And with this balancing act, who do you think is suffering? It's not the kids. It's your feet. While running errands, paying bills, or dodging traffic, you could be ruining your feet. Wearing the wrong shoes for the wrong period of time can cause more damage than you think. Hammer toe and bunions are the leading deformities in black women. And Dr. Yolanda Raglan is the first black and only female podiatrist with practices dedicated solely to the correction of these type of deformities. So let this black girl do some magic and fix your feet. For more information, visit fixyourfeet.com providing medically necessary surgery with a cosmetic result. All right, we're back live. You're listening to the all-new hair radio show. I'm Carrie Hines. It is about 8 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday, August 10th of 2021. It's technically our show number 598. And we are so excited to welcome the folks of Vet Talk Radio right here for an entire hour. We have a very, very special broadcast today. So I want to uh, kind of bring to the line, without further ado, we are talking about uh, the amazing Michael Hopkins, who conceived this whole radio broadcast, along with his amazing angels who will be joining us in just a bit. Again, without further ado, the one and only uh, host of today's broadcast, Michael Hopkins. Good morning, Mr. Michael. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, Carrie. It is a lovely day down here in Spotsylvania, Virginia. Spotsylvania. Oh, yeah, a lot of history down here, my brother. A 
lot of history down here, and it is a pleasing pleasure to be here this morning on Vet Talk Radio. And as you said, normally Vet Talk Radio, we're normally on Tuesdays from 8.30 in the morning to 9 o'clock. That's right. You, you but today you you've got an hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> like we have a whole a whole hour to go a, a little bit further and a little bit deeper into the claims and compensation of yes, but Americans veterans. I can't wait that's to right. dive Michael, into this, Gary. I know you want to dive right on in. I just wanted to take a moment to just thank you guys uh, for doing such a great job of that talk radio. Um, and let our Hair Radio Show uh, network listeners and everybody know that this very special broadcast will also, you heard a lot of announcements about replaying and re-airing and blah, blah, blah. Well, the great news is that this entire hour will uh, broadcast again on Saturday between 1 o'clock in the afternoon and 2 o'clock New York time. But if you're in Central Time Zone, that'll be like noon, it's about noon to 1 so please tune in for that. And today, Michael, like you said, I know you wanted to continue with the claims processes, you know, the claims procedure and all of that. It was very important to you, and I just want to thank you so much for, you know, we got a lot of feedback uh, from uh, some of the um, uh, from the earlier episodes that we've aired and stuff like that. So I just wanted to thank you. And certainly, let me just officially give you the Hair Radio Morning Show salute to you, Michael, and the veterans who are tuned into today's broadcast. So that's my my big announcement. And one other uh, big thing that I heard, and then I'm turning over the reins to you, and that is uh, one of your angels, we are celebrating a birthday this week. So, uh, Michael, which angel of yours is is it who's celebrating today or celebrating this week? Wow, it is. Our angel, we call her the Queen of Empowerment. It is Miss Nerjihan Alhaq. Miss Nerjihan, can you come right. forward? We want to wish you yes. a very happy birthday. Come on down. <laughs> Nora, good morning. Happy birthday this week to you. I know we're jumping into the show. We're getting started. The vets, everybody is excited to get the show moving. But we wanted to take a moment uh so uh, certainly, I know that yesterday was your birthday, but are you still celebrating this whole week? I can. I usually don't, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> but you will today. <laughs> well, I listen, today. I just yes, thank you all. <laughs> uh, from uh, from all of us at Hair Radio, and I just wanted to say happy, happy birthday to you. And I know you've got a lot thank to share you. in just a bit. So, you know, Michael, is that not nice? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yep, we refer to Nerjihan as the clutch in our in our organization. She is the clutch, and everybody knows how clutch works. You, you push that <laughs> clutch in, and you get more power. You push it in, you downshift, and that's how she is. She's always been that way. She is such a vital part of the organization. She she really Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Well, listen, the angels, uh, Katrina and Nicole, they are all waiting by to tune on in. So we're going to have everybody in with a little bit more of our special celebration a little later in today's show. Well, Michael, I am turning to you. I know you want to get everything started. 
again, with the whole claims process. I'm going to have you to kind of just pick on up Michael Hopkins, everybody. Okay. Once again, good morning. Good morning, everybody. This is Michael Hopkins on Vet Talk Radio. And what what I'd love to do and what I'm going to do is I'm going to thank you, the fans, the veterans, the people who are not veterans that really want to know how to help a veteran, how to help their family member through this claims process. And we all know the claims process can be a little frustrating and it can be a little disheartening. We go out as veterans, we serve our country, and uh, we get back, like I said, we call it the world when we get back here to the United States of America. The United States of America, for us veterans, it holds a special place in our hearts because we rose our right hand. We decided to defend this country no matter what. We're part of that small percentage of people who did all those things. We were in the hot, the cold, the tired, and and we, we pushed on. And when we get back here to the world, there are certain things we just ask for. We, we, we don't beg for them. We don't demand we just ask for it. That's all we do as veterans. We just we ask for it, and that's what I'm here for today. And once again, thank you, the fans of Vet Radio, for supporting us. Yes. Now, absolutely. And one of the one of the things I want to make sure everybody understands myself. I'm not any type of accredited agent. I don't work for the VA. I'm not a veteran services officer or an attorney, or any kind of entity like that. And I'm not affiliated with any of those things. But one thing I am, I am a 100% permanent and total disabled American veteran. And what I'm sharing with you all is what I did to become 100% permanent and total veteran. That's what I'm going to share with all of you here on Vet Talk Radio. Now, I also want to And Michael, to can I just say because that's isn't that important? I think you brought up that point a little bit last week. Uh, because that what you just said is I believe key because you just said you're a one hundred percent a disabled veteran. So are there different rankings? Can you be less than a hundred percent? Is that something I think oh, sure. didn't you mention and touch on that? Right, right. You sure can, Curry. The, the, the ratings go from zero to 100%, and obviously 100% is, is the key to all this, not only monetarily, also there are a lot of benefits to being a 100%. But, yeah, wow. there are all kinds. And we're going to get into you know, the rating scheme and, and, and all those other things when it comes wow. to the claims process. We're going to get into all of that. Matter of fact, this is going to be a continuous program throughout this entire month just on the claims process because it's not that it's complicated. It's a lot of moving parts to it. And Uh and a lot of times as veterans, we don't understand all the moving parts. And we get caught up in the emotional aspect of filing a claim, which happens because we're human beings and we can get caught up in the emotional part and you know as the show goes on i'm going to touch on that also too awesome. and, and another thing another thing Curry, i i 
really want to thank all three of my angels. And that's what they are uh, to me. Katrina, wow. Nicole, Nerjihan, you three are my my sisters. I don't naturally have sisters and brothers, but the three of you are my sisters. And I appreciate the three of you so much just going on this journey with me that it means more to me than any anything else I can think of because this is a journey. And I know all three of you have service members in your family or former service yeah. members. And, and yes. this is an education for, for you guys also, and I appreciate you guys so much. Well, you know One what, Michael? Things- We're going to get them on in just a minute or two. Uh, right after the commercial break, so you guys can go and you can elaborate. And I can't wait to hear from these angels and how much they mean oh. to uh, what you're doing and the whole process. So this is oh, yes. very, very exciting. So now, Michael, yes, how sir. does one get started with these claims? And how does that okay. work? Do they just Google okay. claims? <laughs> how does it all start? Oh, yeah. Yes, well, actually, Carrie, the way it starts with the claims process, it, it starts out like this. And, I, and I, I have a PowerPoint that I do for veterans, and one of the first things what I say is what is a claim for compensation. And we throw that term around as veterans, and, but just to clear the air, and this is a basic definition of it, it is a written request for payment or compensation by a former service member who was injured on active duty. That's basically mm-hmm. what a claim is. That, that, that's it. That's what it is. Well, it doesn't sound that duty. complicated. So why, what is, yeah. uh, why does it seem so like uh, difficult to, uh, for folks to, to really get the help they need then? As usual, carry unfortunately and regrettably, it's not that complicated, but we're dealing with a, a, a government entity, and we're dealing with human beings, and that's where the complication comes in. The rules, the, the, the rules, the regulations, everything is, the groundwork is set out for a veteran, but unfortunately, right. sometimes... That those very rules are not explained to us as veterans. They're doing much better now with the new veterans that are getting out of the military, retiring, or they've done their hitch and they got out. It's getting much better now than it was when I was in back in the 80s and the 90s. It's getting much wow. better. And, That's and would you really believe? Good. Would you believe, Carrie, there are about 832 disabilities that former service members can file for? 832? Wow. That is correct. 832 disabilities. Those disabilities I'd love to know what they have listed on that, you know, what, oh, yeah. what it, is, it, is it numbered and all that. Oh, yes, yes. It is just unbelievable what a veteran can file for that happened while they were in active military service. That information is found in a book that's actually downloadable. A veteran can go to va.gov 
or they can Google it. We have all this fancy stuff now. And what they're looking for is called the Code of Federal Regulations, 38 Part 4. It's 180 pages, and it lists all, all kinds of things that a veteran can claim. They can claim things, just, just to give you some examples, they can claim uh, tinnitus. But actually, what tinnitus basically is, is ringing in the ears. Oh, okay. As veterans, Ooh. yeah, it's it's ringing in the ears. And as veterans, we suffer. A lot of us, because of the jobs that we do, we suffer from ringing in the ear. And ringing in the ears can become a mental health issue. A lot of veterans don't know that. A lot of veterans mm. actually don't even know there's a difference between hearing loss and tinnitus when you go to file. A lot of veterans, they think hearing loss and tinnitus are both the same thing, but it's not. Right, right. Wow. It's not. It's just like flat feet. A lot of us as veterans, believe it or not, entered military service with flat feet. Technically, you're wow. not supposed to be in. But yeah, I thought they didn't in. accept you. Right. Wow. But a lot of times as veterans, depending upon the climate here in the United States, we get waivers for all kinds of things when we go oh, to okay. – uh, the indoctrination center, or as we call it, the MEP center, when you finally are going in and you're going to raise your right hand and get sworn in and all that good stuff. A lot of us also, carry. we have strains. We strain our back, arms, shoulders, et cetera, et cetera, due to military service. You're you carrying 100-pound packs, radios, equipment. You're lifting things. And believe it or not, Arthritis is prevalent in many veterans. Some veterans are as young as in their in their 20s and early 30s, and they have arthritis. Wow. Now, this, isn't that an eye-opening experience? A lot of us as veterans, believe it or not, Carrie, our military service exacerbates or it accelerates a lot of the conditions that we have that other people in our peer group don't have. And, and as I said, uh, osteoarthritis is one of them. Lower wow, back and that's problems. not fun, folks. Yo, oh, trust that me, it's fun. not. And I, I, I suffer from that myself, from arthritis. And that's part wow. of one of the, uh, the mental health issues that I have, arthritis, chronic pain. I have a lot of chronic pain. It's controllable, but I still have it. And it's due to arthritis throughout my body. Michael, uh, I still, I just, I'm just blown away that you are so sincere and and just being so honest and and sharing this to help folks out there, to help the veterans who are listening to today's broadcast uh, uh, from all over the world. So I just have to say thank you. Uh, you are reaching oh. folks in Africa. You're reaching folks literally everywhere and certainly all over the United States from coast to coast. So you're doing a good job, Michael Hopkins. And the angel. Thank you. Thank yes, you. Great Thank job. you, Carrie. Thank great you job. so much. For a lot of us as veterans, Carrie, what I'm doing is it's called a healing process. A lot of us as veterans, that's what we, that's what we do and that's what we need. We need to learn how to talk more. 
And that's part of our healing process as veterans. A lot of times as, as veterans, we don't talk a lot about what we've done in the military, and we keep it inside of us. And what we learn to do in veterans groups, we learn to talk to each other as veterans because mm. a lot of times that's who we trust. We trust another vet. We have a hard time mm. dealing with a lot of civilians. So, you know, when a lot of civilians think that a, a veteran is, is kind of standoffish and they don't talk much or if they do, you know, they say things that you don't understand, and that's what it comes from. We are so used to, as veterans, to basically suck it up and keep going. That's what. So is there like a shield amongst the veterans or like some kind of understood brother or, you know, hood, if you will? Really? Yes, it is. It's it's just like law enforcement, any type of – what a lot of people don't know, for example, law enforcement is basically a paramilitary organization. That's what law enforcement Mm. is. And And what I mean by paramilitary, they sort of mirror what the military does. They have a rank structure. They have general orders. They have specific orders. Mm. They have equipment. They have the same things like we have in the military, only it's modified because you're on a civilian mission as opposed to being on a military mission. That's, well, I'm that's learning so difference. much, Michael. My goodness. <laughs> I've got to take notes. This is awesome. This is absolutely awesome. I'm just – this is – just wonderful, you know, that you are breaking it down for us who are civilians, who are tuned in to find out how we can better relate to the veterans in our lives and pay tribute at the same time. Um, and then I had no idea that you would be uh, helping folks who need to file claims and all of this, and then uh, really kind of going through the nuts and bolts of it. I don't think this has ever been on radio that I know of, so I'm real happy to hear you know, what you're doing. You're making a difference. So, uh, oh, yes. Michael, yes, I want to hear, I want to uh, get your angels on. I want to hear all they have to say. I want to know what is going on. And, uh, you know, so how do you feel? What do you think? Of, uh, you want to take a quick commercial break, sir? And then we come back and uh, continue the conversation and see if we can get the angels in. Oh, that is fantastic. That is fantastic. All right. Give you a chance to grab you some coffee, right? All right, folks. Sounds like like a plan, (laughs) as we say. All right. Well, listen, folks, we'll take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Ladies, do you love a man with a well-groomed and sexy beard? Men, do you suffer from patchiness or irritation and want a fuller beard? Well, let me introduce you to the hottest beard care products on the market. Rugged Evolution features 16 amazing balms, oils, shampoos, and accessories. Our products are sure to meet the demands of all your beard care needs. For more information, go to RuggedEvo.com. That's RuggedEvo.com. And remember, Rugged is the new smooth. Welcome, people. We are the all-natural corner. We cater to all natural body treatments, body products, skin care at the all natural corner. Yeah, we got the 
to all natural corners. Seamoss, Flatterack. We got sour stock moringa. Everything that makes your body. personal care on any level? Are you good at what you do? I bet you are. And as being as good as you are, that leaves you less time to handle your clients. I mean as far as booking appointments, product sales, pricing, and all that. Well, I have something that will help you on that end and still allow you to be great. ChairWatch is a new mobile booking platform that allows your client direct access to you. It will allow them to book, change, cancel appointments, place themselves on standby, buy products, and even be able to send you direct messages. And that is just a taste of all the services that ChairWatch provides. Sounds good? Then check it out at ChairWatch.com. Or you can download the app via the Apple Store or Google Play. ChairWatch, a new and better way to connect with your clients. It's two thumbs up. The Hair Radio Morning Show goes to the movies. It's our brand new movie talk radio segment. Listen live. Tune in right here on our broadcast for our unique review of the latest movie. Join us live on the air to chat. It's Movie Talk on the Hair Radio Morning Show. The Let Your Spirit Store segment on the Hair Radio Morning Show is about getting your day and ours started with positive thoughts, well wishes, great quotes, and amazing affirmations. So if you have one you'd like to share, please send it through our Salon TV Network app and we'll get it featured on the air. I'm Carrie Hines. You're invited to be part of our new limited radio broadcast series talking about Cosby. It's our chance to collectively delve into the life and career and legacy of Bill Cosby right here on the Hair Radio Morning Show. Now, we've got great on-air commentators who will be lending their voices to this complex man's story, and we want to hear from you. Our mid-show hour from 7 to 8 a.m. Eastern, 6 to 7 Central, it's your chance to call in and speak live on the air. Go to our Facebook page, The Hair Radio Morning Show, for complete details. Now you can listen to our 24-7 Hair Radio Broadcast Network and shop all in the same place. Go to HairRadio.com. We've got around-the-clock hair and beauty radio talk 
And while you're there, buy your favorite books, hair products, tickets to live hair and beauty events, and much more. And if you'd like to feature your products in our HairRadio.com website store or be a guest on the Hair Radio Broadcast Network, contact us at HairRadio.com and reach the world. All right, we're back live. You're listening to the all-new Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now we continue with Vet Talk Radio, Vet Talk Radio Show right here for an entire hour this morning. It's Tuesday, August 10th of 2021. I'm bringing back to the line the amazing host for the hour, Michael Hopkins out of Spotsylvania. Michael, good morning. Spotsylvania, Virginia, that is. Good morning. Welcome again yes, to the broadcast. Good morning. Good yes. morning. Good morning. Yes. Now, well, but right before this, yes. What? You go ahead, Michael oh, Hopkins. Oh, oh I Take was just going to say I can I cannot wait to bring the angels on board. Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, can't wait. With without further ado, I'm going to get them to the line. Okay. Get what we're gonna to have to have some kind of a <laughs> mic talk uh, language to everybody. First, I want to, Michael. I just have to officially welcome your angels to this broadcast uh, for today. They ha- are an instrumental part that I'm sure you're gonna get into in just a moment and tell us all about it, Mr. Michael Hopkins. But I also would like to say to uh, Nicole, uh, Nicole, who comes to us from Water Valley, Water Valley, Mississippi. And also to uh, Katrina, who comes to us out of Paris, Texas. And also to uh, the birthday girl this week, Noor, who uh, comes to us out of Clarksville, Tennessee area. And, of course, uh, I'm Carrie Hines in Brooklyn, New York. So, listen, I'm the uh, the northerner, it feels like, here on the, uh, the panel crew. Good morning, officially, guys. And I turn you back over to uh, the man in charge this morning, Michael Hopkins. Take it away, Michael. Hey, good morning, my angels. How are you all of mm-hmm. you this fine morning? Good morning. Good morning. fabulous. Yeah. Every time I hear this, Michael, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like uh, Charlie's, you know, remember how he used to say good morning and then they will all say good morning, Charlie. <laughs> That's what it sounds like yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, I almost did that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, all good. All good. All good. Now, my, my angels, we have been delving into this claim thing, and I know you guys have some questions, comments, and concerns because each one of you have family members that oh. are service members or ex-service members. I, I know Nora is your son, and I know Katrina. You have several family members that are wow. prior military service. And also Nicole's husband and father are prior military. Your, your father was Air Force, and your husband was part of the 18th Airborne Corps, better known as the 82nd Airborne Right there wow. at Fort Bragg in North Carolina, Amen. Shout oh, out! Yeah, I was part. I was. Yeah. I actually was part of it. Yeah. Actually, I was in the 29th Infantry Division as a National Guardsman, and I was part of the 18th Airborne Corps. That's amazing. 
Wow. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. So, well, Michael, I, Nicole, Michael, I do uh-huh. have a question. Um, it's been several years since my and husband And that's Nicole was, over there. Yes, this is, this is Nicole. Um, it's been several years since my husband has been in the military. Can he still file a claim right now? He sure can. There is no limitation on a veteran filing a claim. Believe it or not, there have been veterans that have been 90 years old that have filed claims because they're World War II mm-hmm. veterans and they suffer from PTSD, and they won the claim. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, 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 there's, no, there's no limitation on it. A lot of veterans believe that there is, and that's why they don't file. Hmm. If, you know, Nicole, uh, and I just want to kind of piggyback on that question Nicole just asked, because that's a very good point. Uh, is there a, an effort, a big enough effort made by the military to let folks know that there is no expiration on filing these claims? Because that's news to me. Well, you know, Carrie, unfortunately and regrettably, you know, once again, we're dealing with a government organization, a rather large government organization, uh-huh. and it, it just, there are not enough people. There are not enough uh. people to get the word out. A lot of these organizations, mm. a lot of the veterans' organizations, the government itself is getting overrun with veterans. We have veterans anywhere from yeah. World War II to the younger veterans coming out of Iraq and Afghanistan. And it's wow. it's just it's overwhelming. What I what I one of the things that I suggest to the average person who really doesn't know anything about veterans, go to a veterans hospital and just stand there and watch the veterans go in and out. You'll see a cross section of veterans from all branches of the military, all ages all conditions, that will just wake you up to what a veteran is and what great Mm -hmm. things they've done to to, uh, serve this country and the sacrifices that they've done. Michael, do we appreciate our veterans enough in this country, in your opinion? Do we appreciate our veterans enough? In my in, in my opinion, Terry, we, we really we really don't. We, we really don't, and it becomes a, a a stinging point for a lot of veterans. We have a lot of veterans, for example, that are homeless that should not be homeless. You know, they served their country. They they did the things they were tasked to do. Some of them are decorated war veterans. And they come home, and because they can't readjust to civilian life after they've been, uh, we call it high-speed, low-drag in the military. These guys have been, uh, they've been used to handling uh, troops or soldiers or airmen or Navy personnel, Marine Corps. These guys are managers extraordinaire. They've done all kinds of things. And they get back here to the United States of America, and after after you you're so used to that high speed low drag, and now all of a sudden it's taken away from you. 
and you have to adjust. And a lot of people, it's very hard for them to adjust to just being a civilian. We're never going to be civilians. We're just mm-hmm. not because we were in the military. We're never going to be like the a regular average civilian because we've never been indoctrinated. Wow. You know, never again. We're not going to be civilians. You know, guys will tell oh, you, oh, I'm okay, wow. I'm okay. They're not okay. They're not going to be a civilian because they don't think like a civilian anymore. They don't react to wow. things like a civilian anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's just wow. that's how that's how deep it goes. With veterans, that's how deep it goes. Wow. Hey, Michael, I want to ignore. Sure, no, go ahead. Hello, mm-hmm. Northern. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to um, ask a question, too, because I was talking to my son yesterday, and when you were talking about the different disabilities that a person can file for, he actually has two of those. And, you know, he was a combat engineer, so he suffers from tinnitus, and he also had flat feet. So when I talked to him, because he said he's actually going to be fully out of the military in October this year, but he did, you know, four years. Well, when I asked him, did he know if he had any compensation, you know, available for him, he said he didn't know. And I said, well, why don't you know? Do you don't do you want to find out, or you just don't care? And he even um, said he doesn't know where to look, but he also mm. doesn't like hospitals to check out, you know, his situation. Because I know you said that part of the claim is to, you know, get your medical records and then have them review it and then file the claim. Well. He doesn't want to go to the hospital. So that's just one thing that he decided not to do, to not file a claim. And so some people, like you said, they just don't know where to go. But in his situation, it's a little different. So what what advice could you give me um, for him? Because I told him to get in touch with you. That way he can know what is um, due for him. What? And and you know you know that's very typical of a lot of GIs and a lot of service people. It's very especially mm-hmm. male service members. Doesn't matter what branch it is. I've talked to, to male service members from all the branches. The difference between a lot of times between a male service member and a female service member. Female mm-hmm. service members go to the doctor. They get checked up mm. for everything and anything. Males, on the okay. other hand, they have like a Rambo-type complex where they just want to keep going because that's what we've been taught mm-hmm. to do. And my advice to you is to have him talk to me, give me a shout-out, because there's some things I okay. can explain to him as another veteran that would show him why it's advantageous for him to file. There's, there's, there's all kinds of reasons, especially, for example, if he's a family man, if he has a family. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons why, as a veteran, you want to file if you have a family. When a veteran achieves the rating of 30%, they're getting compensated, and we'll get into what ratings are and how it works, 
But in a nutshell, that is like a barrier for veterans. When you get to 30%, when the VA says you're a 30% disabled American veteran, that's when a lot of compensation kicks in. The, the, the VA will actually pay you because you have, in the old days, we, we called the word dependent, but nowadays it would be you have a spouse, you have children. So the, what, the, what the VA does is they compensate you for anybody that you are supporting as a family man. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a female, right. it's the same thing. If it's a female veteran, it doesn't matter. At 30%, you actually get extra money, in other words, because you have a family. And, the pot, <laughs> and, you know, the, the, well, the, the, the pot gets even better as it goes on in the claims process. At 100%, for example, it depends on the state that you live in. There are a lot of states that if you're a 100% veteran, you actually don't pay taxes on your house if you're a homeowner. You actually don't pay taxes oh. on your primary mm-hmm. vehicle. There, oh, wow. there are so many advantages that a lot of veterans don't know. Your health care is taken care of. Or take advantage yeah. of. Right. Right now, right oh. now I go to the I go to the dentist and it's basically on the on the VA's dime. I've had crowns done, mm-hmm. fillings, teeth taken out, and this is how much I paid. Zero, a goose egg, mm-hmm. nothing, zip. Not a, I can go on any military base that I want to go on because I'm a 100% disabled American veteran. I have an ID card. I have a military Department of Defense ID card that's accepted at any military base here in the United States and in the territories of the United States. Suppose I want to go to Hawaii right now. Everybody know where Hawaii is, right? Yeah. <laughs> that could cost a, that could cost a, that could cost a chunk of change to go to Hawaii on an airplane, couldn't it? That's right. Mm. Ten thousand miles from me in New York. Oh, right. But but guess right. what? And Carrie, I mean, I know you know because of your background in that industry. True. As That's as a true. veteran, I pay very little because I can go to a military base that has those airplanes. And I can, with along with my wife, I can literally book a flight and fly from here to California, from California to Hawaii, whichever way they tell me to fly, I can go for very little cost, very little cost. We're not even talking right. 100 bucks. Wow. Very little cost. Wow. And I can stay, and sometimes there are five-star uh, hotels that, deal exclusively with veterans, and it's very little cost involved. So there's a lot of advantages when you file for your disability, your compensation as an American veteran. There are a lot of things, and and a lot of it is, you know, lack of knowledge, lack of education, and just having another veteran sit down with you and explain all this to you. Somebody like myself that has been there, seen it, done it. It took me approximately two years 
to become a 100% disabled veteran. Also, within that two-year period, the, 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 the office, well, veteran agency had made some mistakes with the things I claimed. They had omitted some things, and they had to fess up that they left wow. out some things. Oh, wow. Easily. They, they so, just, so they did you get back pay they, for that, Michael? Oh, yes, yes, ma'am. The, 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 and that's another okay, that's thing is veterans. That's another thing is veterans. The back pay of a veteran, believe it or not, could be in the thousands of dollars. Wow. There are some, some veterans I personally know that have, because of their injuries over a 20-year period, they, they've gotten over $200,000 from the, the wow. VA. It was not wow. their fault mm-hmm. that they went into the military with injuries. It's called a pre-existing mm-hmm. condition. And sometimes, right. unfortunately and regrettably, the military lets people in that should not have gotten into the, the military. It could be uh-huh. a mental health. It could be a physical issue. But they let you in. And as a result, it's called exacerbation aggravation that condition that you have has gotten aggravated like flat feet for instance you go in with flat feet and now all of a sudden you have all right. these issues with flat feet you stay in for four right. eight ten twenty years your feet basically are, are for life you can't get mm-hmm. your feet back mm-hmm. and the government has to compensate you for all that time that you were in the military as long as you can show it with medical evidence, that is the key, as I've, as I've said before. Three things you need. One, wow. you need medical evidence. Two, you need somebody to review your medical evidence. Three, you need to file for your compensation. Michael Hopkins, we are just blown away. Such great information, I have to really say this morning. Uh, Let me just remind everybody, uh, for folks who are kind of just joining us, uh, you've been listening to Vet Talk Radio, which is a show within a show on our big uh, radio network. And I just have to say, uh, Michael Hopkins is the host. He's on with his uh, amazing angels. We're talking about Katrina, Noor, and Nicole. Uh, This is information that, um, as you were just describing all of this, Michael, I was thinking to myself, it sounds like you've uh, you've become a new best friend for folks who are veterans who are looking (laughs) to learn how to do these things. Uh, A, I think everybody needs to tune into this broadcast. That's number one, uh, so they can become further educated on the different processes. Uh, Secondly, I also think that this tells me you need a new Facebook page uh, that represents mm-hmm. that talk radio show. And I, I look yeah. forward to helping you with all of that uh, once we wrap today's broadcast. And just want to remind everybody to tune in each Tuesday. Now, you guys normally are on at 830, and uh, we're going to keep uh, just reminding you to tune in each week right here at the same place. Uh, at 8.30 in the morning, and then 
Uh, we're looking at building out the show. We'll keep you informed when we are able to expand and what uh, that's going to mean for all of you guys because obviously there will be a lot more information that we'll be able to impart with a little longer format. So we'll get into all of that. Just please continue to tune in, support the show, and remember to play it back. It rebroadcasts twice today, a little later this morning. Uh, actually, it's uh, at noon, I should say. So that's the 12 o'clock in the afternoon, New York time. And again, at 3 o'clock, we replay the entire three-hour broadcast. So it's a whole three-hour broadcast. And remember that on today's live show, remember we're live on this August 10th morning. And uh, what we did this morning, we played episode number three, which was a 30-minute episode about halfway of today's broadcast. And then we came on in with our live talk that you're listening to right now. So when you play it, when we play it back a little later in the day, Remember, we have the entire Hair Radio morning show, the first portion, and then you'll hear the uh, Vet Talk talk come up. So I just wanted to clarify that, Michael Hopkins and the Angels this morning. It sounds like a music group, you know, Michael Hopkins and the Angels. All right. So um, I got the the guitar. Yes, I I got the guitar. I see. Okay. And speaking of singing, we have to sing happy birthday. <laughs> We're going to at least say it. happy birthday, right, angels? Uh, because Katrina and you guys, your mics were off earlier when we wished our amazing Miss Nora happy birthday this week. So uh, just officially again, happy birthday to you, Nora, and all that you're doing out there. So, um you know, we celebrate you the whole week. We're celebrating here, right, Katrina and Nicole? We are celebrating. Um, exactly. And, of course, uh, yeah, as Michael gave his consent. So, good. All right. Well, listen, Michael Hopkins, I'm going to turn it back over to you. And I do want to get your um, opinion on this because today is your technically your fourth episode we literally aired a rebroadcast your third episode, as I mentioned earlier today, at 7.30 this morning, from 7.30 to 8. And then we are on live ever since 8 o'clock New York time this morning with you on the Hair Radio Morning Show. So this is your fourth episode. So how does it feel to have completed four episodes of that talk radio show? Wow. It, it's, it's, it's a dream come true. It, that's that's what it's all about with me, Carrie. It is a dream come true. I have always wanted to help my veteran brothers and sisters, and this is allowing me to help my veteran brothers and sisters. And that that is what is just something that I have a passion for. I'm very passionate about it. Every veteran. Well, you've I got see, a, quite a few a- of them tuned in right now. Uh, to this broadcast. So um, if any of you guys would like to shout out to Michael and the team, you may do so by pressing 1 on your phone, and we'll see if we can get you in real quick. Uh, So, again, if you would like to be live on the air with Michael of Vet Talk Radio Show and the Angels, press 1. We'll get you on the air live. So, I think we've got some folks standing by 
uh, who might want to chime on in. I have no idea who they are, but your telephone number ends in 24, so we'll get you on. Uh, What is your name, and where are you calling in from? Uh, Jesse Douglas, Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, all right. And you said, Jesse, well, good morning to you, sir. And uh, what's your shout-out? Who would you like to shout-out or give your comment to this morning? Oh, I'd just like to uh, give a shout-out to my brother Michael there. Um, proud of you. And, and you know, we talk a lot, so, you know, thanks a lot. Wow. Thank, Thank you for taking Thank a moment. Thank you, Brother Jesse. Thank wow. you, Brother Jesse. Did you Appreciate hear that, Michael? Wow. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Appreciate Thank you so much. Wow. Looks like we have someone else calling oh, yeah. in. Your phone number ends in 75. So uh, you're on live with uh, the Vet Talk Radio Show cast. What's your name and where are you calling in from? Hello? Yes. Hi. Good morning. Yes, this is uh, Good morning. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm calling in from uh, Maryland. Um, this What's is, your uh, name? Sergeant Hawk. This is Sergeant Hawk. Sergeant Hawk. All right. Sergeant well, thank Hawk, you for yeah, your service, yeah. Sergeant. <laughs> yeah, All right. Well, I'm, you're I'm, on with the cast. Well, I, I left yeah. Mike, uh, Mike Hawkins. Uh, I've known my brother for about 20, 25 years, and he's, um, I've been in the dark. Mm-hmm. I was in the dark, totally in the dark, with, uh, about veterans' compensation, and he's helped me so much, and he's a great pillar in the community, and I just want to t- tell him I appreciate you, my brother, and um, we're going to do some uh, big things together. Thanks, oh, brother. Wow. I, I, I know. Yeah, we do have history, bro. We got we got history, and I appreciate yes, it. I appreciate you calling in, man. Appreciate it. All right. Sounds good. Thank you again for your service. All right, and, and I think we have room for one more. Your phone number ends in seven two. Ends in seven two. So uh, we're going to try to get you on. What's your name and where are you calling in from? You're on live radio. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, What's your name is, uh, and where are you calling in from? Larry Hilton, and I'm uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Oh, Fredericks. Okay. Good morning. Good morning, Larry. Yeah. Welcome to the show. What's your shout out yeah. this morning? Well, uh, I just wanted to say that uh, I've known Michael for about a year, and uh, I meet with him on Fridays. Uh, he's really helped me. Uh, I've been in the VA system for probably 10 years, but kind of in and out of it because it's, I don't know, you get discouraged at times and you just kind of drop by the wayside. You don't get the right help. But uh, after I met him and started uh, filing a little bit, seeing what's happening, um, it it starts really coming together. Uh, You have to be patient, though, with the system. Uh, If you send something off to them, they have 30 days to answer you, and it could come back with, well, you filled out the wrong form. So it gets discouraged like that because now you know it's going to be another 30 days before you hear from them. Thank um, you. Thank you for – Michael, what do you say to that? Thank you. Oh, man, I I am am blown away, like, uh, like Larry said. Him and I meet with our our group as veterans on board, and uh, it was a pleasure helping him. He's a Vietnam vet. He served this country, and uh, and like he said, it gets very frustrating. 
And when wow. we met, I just I helped him and I walked him through some things. And uh, Larry now is he's, he's totally a permanent disabled American veteran. Mm. Well, listen, Michael. Let me just remind everybody, uh, folks. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to chime on in and to give your shout outs and to pay a little tribute to Michael and the team. Uh, so important that we support the Vet Talk Radio Show. It's so important. It's here every Tuesday morning. So tune in. Uh, we'll be again live next Tuesday at 830. Uh, real excited about that. And, folks, uh, remember that the Hair Radio Morning Show, we air every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, from 6 in the morning till 9 live right here. And then our 24-hour network, which is at www dot h a i radio dot com and that's h a i radio dot com that's where you can hear today's entire show again at noon and three o'clock new york time so that's noon and three so that's like eleven o'clock and two o'clock central time zone so please make note of that and tune in and listen to the entire hey radio morning show which will have this broadcast at the very end and then saturday if you only want to hear the uh, one-hour special broadcast that we aired today, you'll hear just Vet Talk Radio Show on Saturday at 1 o'clock East Coast time. That's noon on, uh, that's noon on Saturday. So we're real excited about that. And, uh, Michael, I just want to say thank you. Such a great job. You hear how the important work that you and, and your amazing team that you guys are doing. So folks appreciate you. So uh, what do you have to say to all of this as we can uh, start to wrap up? Oh, I appreciate, I appreciate the fans, the veterans, my angels. And of course, yes, thank you, angels. Great job. Yes. I appreciate it. And I especially you, Carrie, because you know, Carrie, what you did, you gave us a voice as veterans. And it's so appreciative Mm -hmm. that someone gave us a voice so that we can show the world that we're just like everybody else. We just happen to be veterans, and some of us have special needs. And I, well, I appreciate you so much for stretching uh, out and reaching out to us. It's my pleasure. And uh, when I created that line, uh, lending a voice uh, to help, I really mean that because that's what you're doing. You're lending your voices, all of you to this very important cause. And we want these folks to never be forgotten. Never. So uh, on behalf of all of us here at the Hair Radio Morning Show, all of your amazing new fans to Vet Talk Radio Show, and it has been an amazing fourth episode. The hour flew by. It flew by this morning. It did. I want to, yes. I'm glad it was an hour today because 30 minutes went by really quick. It really did. So I want to thank Katrina out of Paris, Texas, Nicole out of Water Valley, Mississippi, Noor from Clarksville, Tennessee, and, of course, Michael Hopkins, uh, the irrepressible Michael Hopkins out of Spotsylvania. I'm still working my, my tongue around Spotsylvania, Virginia. All right. And I'm Carrie Hines in New York. I'll see you back here tomorrow from 6 to 9 
for a new episode of the Hair Radio Morning Show. And then Friday, tune in for our 600th broadcast celebration. So uh, we're about to wrap it up. Make it an awesome day. We're going to go ahead and get the Vet Talk outro on, and we'll see you back here uh, next week for another installment. Michael, thanks so much. Great job. Thank you, thank you, thank you all. And don't forget. Thank you for listening to Vet Talk Radio with Michael Hopkins, produced by Carrie Hines exclusively for Hair Radio. Catch live episodes each Tuesday morning at 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central, as part of the Hair Radio Morning Show lineup. And each show replays on our very own platform at www.hairradio.com. Saturday afternoons at 1 p.m. Eastern.